thank you for visiting ChristopherMedia.net. Christopher Media, let's make some noise. From Asthma Core Studios near Detroit, Michigan, it's Unregimented. Gangsters, what's up, guys? And now, here are your hosts. Alrighty, 171. I'm Chris. I'm Aaron. I'm Jay. And I'm Rich. Oh, hey, Jay's back with us. Full crew. Back in the the studio. Back together for the week. Yeah. For now. Pop and up, pop up! Uh, I popped in here. It popped in, <laughs> popping up, You're popping like a, in, popping pop around. Up, a pop up host. You're like a pop up restaurant. What a what a week to pop tacos. your head up, though, huh? I don't think anyone can pop their head up without getting bonked. Yeah, whatever, dude. Yeah, I mean that's a that's a fun week at the airports last week. I'll tell you that one. <laughs> Glad oh. I missed it. Oh. Well, yeah, actually, like breaking oh. news as we're recording this, this is uh, Thursday night. And the decision came from the, I believe it was the California Supreme Court. It was the U.S. Appeals Court. Uh, uh, U.S. U.S. Appeals, Appeals Court. Court. Was said, it based in California then, or where did I did I pull that out of my ass? Uh, I think it was based in California. Anyway, uh, yeah, their ruling is to uh, continue the previous judge's stay on the ban, which means that uh, that. People can come into this country the same they they were before Trump's presidency. And yeah. Trump responded with <laughs> on goddamn Twitter. On Someone Twitter. take Twitter away from responds with "See you in court" in all caps. Yeah. Our president. Oh, he, I he's missed yelling. that one. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you missed that? Yeah, he's yelling. I, all caps. I saw the See one where court. he said that he, uh, he called the decision political. I also heard from uh, oh, what's his um. His nominee for the Supreme Court, Gorsuch. Is that how you pronounce his last name? The guy for court? Yeah. Yeah. He was pissed off about the language Trump was using. He said that calling any appointed judge a so-called judge just because you didn't agree with their decision is against the the very structure of our, our political system. It undermines one of the three branches. It's one branch undermining yeah. the, another branch. Sure is. Hey, toughen up, cupcake. Hey, right. So I'm he, the president, motherfucker. I mean, you can't be. A, he wants. To, he, you can't be a king. That's a, this got checks and balances are in there. So you can't be a king going around throwing around all these decrees. They're all I'm meant to keep of, each other in check, here, buddy. I mean, that was another plus in Gors- Gorsuch's column for me. And I don't know if I'm 50-50 on him. I, I haven't heard of any of the decisions that he's made in the past that I've necessarily agreed with. Um, but he does seem reasonable. And he would be taking, uh, what is it? He'd be taking Kennedy's spot, basically. Like, I think the, the plan is to have him in so that Kennedy can retire and they'll have somebody else that can break the tie in the Supreme Court. On those Democrats, your move. All right, you can you can take the high road they here. They have no move. They have you can they have take nothing. No move. If you do what the Republicans <laughs> no. did last year, you are they pout obstructionist. Yeah, you are, they you are. You are. You are no. You are no better. They can't. You no, they have no way to obstruct. They have no way to obstruct. I mean, they can. They can go. No, we don't like that. And try. Well, the thing is, they're going to have to actually do real politicking if mm-hmm. they're going to go anywhere. They're going to have to try to sell. 
Republicans right. on the fact of please don't. You well, know, this like, is <laughs> this is where everybody should have been. Yeah, so, teach, teaching moment here, government. Like, if you now can't reach across the aisle, that's on you. You've done you've done so much to and to both of you in the yeah. red and the blue ties. Yeah, you now need you are now in a situation where you need some fucking. You need some friends on the other side of the aisle. Both of you do. They need to reach out to the moderates and be like, let's, uh, well, let's uh, work The last things out eight here. to 12 years, you've done so much damage. Yep. Yeah. There's certain, I'm, I'm, there's certainly... Maybe, maybe I'm seeing it just from a, the the half-assed communist on the show or whatever the fuck I'm labeled, <laughs> but I, I just don't see this as the Democrats fucking sitting there going, how anyone can lay this at their feet as much as the Republicans, because... Considering that the minute, the minute that Obama was nominated in 2008, there was a faction of the Republican Party who said, no, we're not going to, we're not going to, we're not going to work with him whatsoever. And anyone who does, your ass is fucking grass. And they, they removed Boehner because Boehner actually said, can we try to get some shit done? Can we do something besides just everybody sit here on our hands? Right. And, and the answer was to, to work no. across the aisle. And the answer was in 2010, the teabaggers. Yes. Yep. And those are the hardliners. So I mean, I can't. Those are the Trump I, supporters. Well, I can't. I, I, I can't say that this is equally on both sides because it's well, not. No. Because the Democrats have tried. But, but when you got people going, that's it. We're not going to. We're not going to work with you whatsoever. What can you do? All I'm no, saying, Rich, no, is wait, they can't. They don't have the power to really block Right. It, it's anything. not about blaming them. It's saying that they've, they've been put in, a, in an, an impossible no, situation. They put themselves in ding, an ding, impossible ding. situation. If, if okay. Sorry to, to correct. Well, wait a minute. So, but maybe my, my version of recent history is skewed. I thought that the Republicans had enough votes to stop a vote from happening. They did. What I'm saying, though, is the Democrats so, put themselves in this so, situation. They're in no, right I mean, now. that was kind of a brilliant trust move by the, the Republicans, because not sure. only do they, they get their way, but there's no good way for, the, uh, for liberals to fight this, for Democrats to fight this, right. without looking like hypocrites, because <laughs> they were so outraged by the very same thing that the Republicans did to their yeah. nominee. Get over so, it. Get and, over and, it. But, oh, now you get over it. But so basically what it is is that because – so our, our, our government, our two-party system has now devolved into if I hit first, I get the high road because if you hit me back, you're as bad as me. Right. Well, I mean what – this isn't and, – and that's it. Yeah, I can – now that I'll argue that both parties are fucking guilty of, but – I mean, at least we had, I don't know, we kept airs about it, that that wasn't how it was supposed to be. Now it's just, we just accept that that's the way it is. I mean, when okay, the, the so-called Biden rule about the Supreme Court justice and a president in his last year, a lame duck president, can't appoint a, you know, a Supreme Court justice. Everybody just told Biden to shut the fuck up back in the day when he said that. Then all of a sudden, they resurrected this shit, like, you know, something out of a fucking Lovecraft story, and said, oh, well, this is all of a sudden hard and fast. This is this is the word of God as far as we're concerned. Oh, you mean Biden, the guy you told to shut the fuck up when he said it 20 years earlier? Dude, Obama, <laughs> oh, the Obama administration really should have fought that as hard, a lot harder than they did, because um, uh, we, we really needed a, a more liberal 
judge on that bench because if we end up with all conservatives on there, man. Ooh. Well, I mean, it's not even liberal. His nomination I, I, was a was a conservative, no, or not conservative, but a moderate. That's, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. I, I I don't use liberal like what we have burned in our heads. You know what I mean? I'm not saying like liberal, like far far left. You know, like fucking well, non GMO shit and all that stuff. You know, and gender equality and blah blah blah. I'm just saying more liberal, like, isn't the fact of like he's not just going to do whatever the hell the right wants him to do and he may not necessarily do anything or everything that the left wants to do i mean i would like a i wish there was like more of a fair judge and i really don't think trump's gonna he's not gonna do that he's gonna basically give the republican party who they want in that spot and uh that's i really wish you'd have fought for that man because we well you know but he gambled but on they, hillary but, winning I but think. they picked him with the assumption that they're going to have another pick right after that, that uh, if if Trump's man gets nominated, gets uh, the, to the Supreme Court, that Kennedy will then retire, and then they'll have another slot open up. Yeah. So that means we got so, two Supreme Court judges that are picked by. So that means we have uh, right. four liberal judges on the court that are probably getting to the point where they would like to retire. That's what I'm getting at. It, so <laughs> it's just, yeah, it, it's not, it wasn't a good move. I just wish they could have. I yeah, wish Claire, they Wait a minute. It wasn't a good move. For, like, for Obama not to fight harder to get a Supreme Court. Yes. Yeah, it was, it, was a poor, it was a poor choice not yeah. to fight that harder because, yeah, there. that's what puts the Democrats in this position where they have no good choice, no good move. There's no way to save face in this or even get something close to what they want. They pretty much just have to swallow it and take it. I mean, I, I don't know, man. The Democrats, uh, they're going to have to start more of a grassroots thing. They're going to have to start working back in their communities again to get anywhere because that's what the Republicans did. They just took over all the states and shit. I mean, well, it's just... So we just need to equal the power. I was what I'm getting at. I don't care. I think, like, I think with with no good move, though, maybe that's actually an argument for fighting this nomination. And yeah. okay, so there well, is this. I think I think I think Jay, you're right, but I think that they also have to do. They also just have to accept for at least the next two years, they're taking it up the ass. Oh yeah, man. Oh, so they yeah. have to they have to put on the. The you know the mask of we're we're fighting a good fight, but they know that they're not going to get anything through, and then hope for the midterm elections to win back some power. Well, that's and that's what I'm. That's saying. the only thing they can do is that they got to get more grassroots back down into the states. They got to like stop the national shit. They had Obama for eight years, you know, and they didn't have any of the fucking House or Senate. You know, it's like they just lost track of local, and that's what won this recent election quite right. honestly well i'm reminded of uh again you know i think that maybe this was on freakonomics that they were talking about this but i mean bernie so, i'm sorry but so bernie's been saying that since since he dropped he said we got he said we got to get he, the democrats have to get more into the local you know like he's state type centers he's been criticized widely though for reaching out yeah <laughs> i know he was trying to start something man and yeah i, I I don't know where the line is between reaching out and actually trying to get something done. Uh, apparently, I, I, it's, just, a, it's a very thin line these days. I'm just saying Bernie said the same thing back in the day. I'm not saying like his way is right. Okay. Or and I'm not saying that I'm like really... Yeah. 
I love this song. Let, let me tell this one real quick, though. Right. I heard a story about uh, how they were testing out the, the concept of human conflict with computer programs, breaking it down to its very base elements, and saying, you know, if you just have two groups of people, one of them responds negatively, you know, with some sort of aggression, and what is the proper response for the other group of people? What is the most effective response, right? So they tested out, you know, always aggressive and uh, alternating between aggressive and peaceful policy and with uh, always turning the other cheek is what they would call it, where no matter what aggression, one, one computer program would, uh, would try to uh, perpetrate upon the other, it would always respond kindly, right? They found after running, you know, they do this with computers because they can run these tests millions of times and, you know, get these uh, uh, average results from it. And they found the most effective policy was this combination of if one group responds aggressively to another, the other one responds with an aggressive maneuver and then always the next re- the next maneuver is peaceful right mm-hmm. until there's another aggressive maneuver from the opposing side and then they uh, respond aggressively and then return to peaceful it's always it's always that way it's that is the most successful the way, most average way to to actually respond to the aggression in order to not be seen as weak but to always then uh be uh open the other side if they are as long as they are not directly attacking you in order to seem magnanimous and like you would actually be open to working with the other side possibly so yeah that'd be nice so (laughs) i think about that in the situation that the democrats have now they had a very aggressive act Mm -hmm. from the republicans that left them weak yes and now they have a choice, and it's going to be coming up really soon. It's gonna, they're going to call for a vote sooner than later, especially with this this shit about the borders possibly hitting the Supreme Courts now. Yeah. I don't see why it would stop now if Trump is yelling literally on on Twitter. Well, the fucking director of Homeland or the Homeland Security Secretary of Homeland Security has already been down to Texas, and he's on mm-hmm. his way to Arizona. I mean, to, yeah. to talk to the border, right? You know, it's to in give planning. them direct orders. It's in planning. Right. Well, he's well, trying to figure out what's the best way to do it. Well, so the, I, it, it, that really says that the Democrats only have an aggressive maneuver here, mm-hmm. even though they are going to be called out as hypocrites. Well, it's too late. I would rather be a hypocrite than be seen as weak because at least, I mean, it's proven that people can say contrary things and lead countries. <laughs> Right. That's what? kind of the definition like, of a politician to be able to yeah. say contrary things. So Who's, I think it's a bigger sin to be seen as a uh, as, as indecisive than to be a hypocrite. Right. Yeah. yeah. Right. Right. Well, I mean, you could say that there's a lot of overlay on that Venn diagram, but yeah, to be decisive at least in in uh, in your flip flop <laughs> is the more aggressive side of it. I, that's their only move. Like, if they if they don't fight them, fight them on the Supreme Court nomination. I mean, they've they've tried to to fight uh, well, DeVos, uh, Betsy DeVos. <laughs> 
Damn it. Tried unsuccessfully. Was <laughs> Damn that the, it. Was that the one that Pence had to do the tie-breaking vote on, or was that... Uh, yeah, that was yeah, the yeah, was, historical... Yeah. Mo- mo- more... More oh, history, more history from the administration. Also, historical center of uh, another senator. Wait, you mean our vice president actually to do something? Oh yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> Just sign here. Yeah. yeah. Trump was like, "You better sign there." Sign that. Had to pull him out of his gay conversion therapy to get him to do that. <laughs> and all right. Yeah. Oh, you're so, working the glory hole again? So ultimately, where does that get them, though? I mean, more, even more conservative judges, Dude. if even just despite the Democrats. That is not a good choice for I mean, Secretary of Education. Yeah, right no. now, I think the, the liberal judges on the Supreme Court would be willing to hold out for four years to see if America comes to its senses. After that, I'd be out of there. I mean, like, you want another four years with this maniac, you're on your own. But I think they would be willing to hang on. So actually getting the the somewhat moderate judge in there as a tiebreaker vote and continuing the court that we've had for a number of years now, this, uh, you know, eight, eight and eight court with the, uh, eight and eight, the four and four on, e- on each side, with one moderate in the middle to decide, which, I mean, you could argue is really lawful, leaving one man. I want a lawful judge. I want a right. judge that's just lawful. Like, there's no politics Kennedy to has him. been ruling the Supreme Court for how many years now? Yeah. He's really just making these decisions by himself because he has the, the swing vote. Mm-hmm. He's got that swing voter high. You know, like uh, all the people in Iowa who... Th- who uh, want to get on TV and say, well, I just don't know if I trust them. <laughs> but then again, I don't know if I trust this one either. You company man! You know, I, I, I really got to wonder how much of the extreme partisanship that we're now seeing from both sides is coming from politicians now taking their cue from social media. Because if you really think about it, because I was I was thinking about this taking a cue or in well, some well, case well, just taking outright directives. Well, it's probably a better way to put it. I mean, I was trying to put it a little bit more politic way than that. But I mean, before two thousand eight, when Obama was elected, you know, in two thousand eight when he was elected, Facebook was what you know four years old. And it was nowhere near as big as it is now. Now it was everybody so cute then. Yeah, everybody in it, yeah. there was yeah, MySpace people, back then. Yeah, yeah, more people more people were on MySpace yeah. than they were on Facebook. MySpace was and, like the rogue older brother who ran away. Yeah, and you know now it's like what? There's six, was billion, Justin there's Timberlake six billion once. people. <laughs> there's six billion people in the world. There's three billion Facebook profiles. I understand that a lot of those are fake or whatever, but still, that's a, that's a, a good number. All right, and everybody and their mother, including literally people's grandmothers, have Facebook pages, and Mine. it seems like now that you know between Twitter and Facebook and just social media, period, that the minute something happens that can be politicized in any way, shape, form, out come the usual fucking suspects and start screaming about it from whatever side they're on, and politicians don't even bother with okay, what does. The average person who sees these fucking stories, rolls their eyes, and moves on think. 
No, they just want, okay, what is this person who's yelling on Twitter and, you know, uh, uh, you know, thing, it only takes like a couple here. dozen people to get mad about something. That's not a lot of people. You get yeah, a couple you know, dozen people tweeting back and forth about their outrage about something. Help, help, I'm being repressed. And, <laughs> and yeah, people go crazy. They're like, oh my God, we got to do something. The people are going insane. They demand an apology. They demand policy. They demand this and that. What does it go back exactly. to? Exactly. I was listening to another podcast today, and every time a story was brought up where it's like, okay, and people are outraged. One of the, other, one of the co-hosts was like, no, it's that's not it's not real. It's it's Twitter outrage. It's, it's like, literally it's like getting your news from four chan. That's one thing I wanted to, to bring up with you guys. I didn't get to talk about in the last podcast. What's that? Now it was definitely evident in my travel delays, but as far as from the picture the media had been painting about mm. chaos at the airports, no, no, not really. I mean, the Monday after the travel, I was at three airports that were in the news about shit going down. I was at. DTW, LAX, mm-hmm. Portland. I didn't see. I didn't see nothing. Wasn't that bad? I didn't see nothing. Major but flight. People getting. Like I said, it was evident shit was going down in my delays. But as far as protesters okay. everywhere, you know, all this shit. No, it was people getting a fucking you know some nachos and picking up their bag. It was the normal everyday shit I saw out there. I did not see chaos at the airport. So I, yeah, it reminds but, me of the, the Bill Hicks routine. Uh, well. We know that it was chaotic for some people. Yeah. I mean, yes, yeah. th- there was part of the media that painted chaos just for everyone at the airport. Like, it was going to be full of protesters and the place was going to be shut down. Well, I'm like but reading on the, the Newswire, de- you know, the arrival deck at PDX <gasps> is shut down and this and that. And I get there and it's fucking crickets. Like, it's just, like, normal every day. And this is, like, the Monday if you're coming after in from the, out of the country, it might as well have been shut down because they didn't even know what to do with any of these but people. But, I mean, I'm saying I didn't see anybody with signs. There was no one. Nobody was singing Give Peace a Chance or Imagine or whatever the fuck they said someone was playing over the sound system at Portland. Like, I didn't I see any you, of this shit. I don't know what to tell you because I, I definitely saw that on the news. I didn't and see an army of lawyers. Yes, they at may P- have been paid, but... I didn't see an army of lawyers at LAX. I was there for, like, three fucking hours on Monday afternoon. Um, like, am I the one who so are you calling conspiracy? Like, well, no, I'm just, I'm just saying. Or are you just lucky that you just missed the protesters? We're talking about a picture that is painted, and I was right. like, in- well, okay, but what what constitutes painting a picture? When we say that it takes a couple dozen people to paint a picture of a whole group of people that are outraged about a certain issue, in the same way that. It takes less than that. It takes three or four news stories, seeing it, you know, reported on different news stations or on from different sources, and that is the media. And what are they going to report on? Where the shit's going down, right? So, but it wasn't. But I guess the picture you're saying it wasn't. I'm saying the picture well, wasn't it? Wait, chaos at the airport. But wait, <laughs> wasn't was it because you're a white guy? You just I was had asked, your white privilege blinders on. Any, I was asked you didn't an see extra any set. Of, I was asked a, no. I saw zero no protesters. protesters. I was asked an extra set of questions on my flight so, to LAX by some cops standing after in the in the little jetway, you know. And they were just there was like three or four of them picking out people at random, asking them why they were going to LA. Work. Yeah, I showed them my backpack. Like, yeah, yeah, doing my thing. But I saw I saw zero protesters at all three of those airports. Well, I mean, 
I didn't see him with my own eyes. I did see him on the news. I mean, I'm not saying I they didn't. I'm just. I'm not saying they didn't exist. I'm just saying okay. there's a picture that was painted that I was. Okay, but it's it's like the, it's like recently when Doug Podell's daughter. Right. There's a picture painted of caught, Detroit as violent, caught. but when Doug yeah. Podell's People daughter got don't caught, get shot all the time. No. Well, got caught cussing on camera. Not us. And, and then I, I guess she I dropped an N bomb or something like that, and. It was like, you know, they, they showed on the news, oh, the protest. And the way they filmed it, it was like, you know, oh, my God, there's a ton of people there. And then another news station filmed it from, you know, a wide angle. And it was literally seven people there with one guy with a bullhorn standing on a soapbox yelling at seven people. Right. I mean, it's right. all perspective. Right. And, and it, that's, once again, I mean, it's, God damn, we've walked a hole in the carpet going back and forth over this, but... We've just completely lost perspective in this country a lot of times. We just see something, and we it's like we just instantly react to it anymore. We don't mm-hmm. even bother to have any critical thinking about well, it. Yeah. Wait a time out. Oh, really? We're, There's we're, a big protest? Right. We're skeptical of the, the news saw, and the media in general. I, I saw 40 seconds of protest footage, and I saw the same protesters in all 40 seconds of footage. Wait a minute here. Right. You know. Yeah. So we've even learned to be skeptical of the internet now. You can't believe everything that's on the internet. But that's now the there's thing. all this Have fake we? news. But uh, but Have we're, we? or do we just label anything but, we don't like as fake news? But wait a minute. So what we still believe, no matter how it's presented to us, even from these same sources that we wouldn't trust if they just told us something, if they give us what we consider to be the raw video footage, that doesn't lie. And well, it does. It can. It's perspective. It right. <laughs> yeah, it's just perspective. Well, you know, I saw um, there were there was something on the news. It was like, oh, there's a protest in Wayne down at Wayne State, and it was like sixty people walking around with signs, and that was it. They're just literally mm-hmm. walking around the block. They were staying out of the street. They were on the sidewalk. But they had helicopters and shit, and they were like, "Oh, there's a protest, you know, you know, yeah. just protest. It was just protest and sensationalize, sensationalize." It's like, um, it's yeah, that's people. You know what that is, really? Right? right? We got back from circling. That's right. really what yeah. that is, right? No, I know. Yeah, right. There were no police. There were no flashers. There were just people walking down the street with signs. No flashers. Not my kind of protest. Yeah. Well, you know what I mean. I mean <laughs> Any no, streakers? I'm sorry. No police. Yeah. No police. Fire. Everyone's wearing underwear. Aaron does not want a part of it. Was that chick with the big boobs there that runs out and kisses uh, kisses people? She's the kissing be bandit. Like Sixty now, right? <laughs> uh, dude, she's got to be older than that. What was the kissing yeah. bandit's name? Morgana. She probably has to. <laughs> she she probably has to roll out there in her hover round to get to somebody. <laughs> <laughs> And that's just for her titties. <laughs> yeah, he's got another one in front of her. <laughs> she's got a walker for her titties. <laughs> no, those things were fake, dude. Those things are still sitting up high and it's proud. A Segway. She's got a Segway that just props them up. A balance board. A hoverboard. Set, a she's got a segway. hoverboard. <laughs> hoverboard with some blue vein tits yeah. just sitting on them. One on each side. So they flap to the sides. <laughs> But I mean, I'm just—I I, I guess I'm just—I'm starting to get to the point where I'm just getting so cynical about it, all this anger and outrage, and I'm like, "What are you angry and outraged about? Nothing. I—I I have. It's, a, it's, these are non-stories that are being turned into stories because literally, 
maybe a couple hundred people got something trending and you know your 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 smartphone went off with an alert and you saw it and now all of a sudden you got to comment on it and it's like you're not no one's outraged you're outraged because this person's outraged the majority of people don't give a fuck. The majority mm-hmm. of people are like, I just need to keep a roof over my head, food in my belly, and clothes on my well, back. Well, I should hope they yeah. give a fuck. I mean, I give a fuck. Well, I don't. I don't get well, outraged okay, by things, every little thing, but it doesn't mean it doesn't mean that the alternative is not giving a fuck. One of the things I'm, I, I, that I supposedly, I guess, people uh, uh, upset with this faceless they out there on the internet is about Lady Gaga's halftime performance. They called her fat because she had like muffin top that's, or something. That's I, fat. I, I that's sent you guys that I that's, sent you guys that picture. You know that is not muffin top. Yeah, no. no. Uh, trust me. You know I, she looked that is, great. Yeah. All right. That is the idiots that is the idiots from, from B on 4chan saying dumb shit and then people overreacting to that because they never yes. learn to ignore people. Everybody's got to have their say. So I right. said, because, listen, I might, I'm a, and I'm an ex, I'm an, you know, I'm an expert in this area. All right, that that is not fat. <laughs> no, all right? that is not fat. <laughs> just let just nowhere near. I'm a pretty good expert on that myself. I like yeah. skinny yeah. girls. I like really skinny girls, I and really that is don't. not. I really anywhere don't. near what I would call no, even chubby, no, pot belly. Yeah. No, that was a tight Dude, bottom be- over a stomach. That's it. Even yeah, even people who were like, she didn't look that bad. I thought she looked good with the pot belly. I'm like, that's she not a pot fucking belly. pot belly. What? You know what Are I said? I said to my wife when I saw that, I said, "Oh, Lady Gaga's got a little, little pouch," and that was all I said. It, I, and I'm like, the pouch? Yeah, like she, I guess I could go with that one. Like she gained a little bit of weight since I've yes. seen her belly last. And I, it wasn't a body shame thing. It was just kind of like, oh, wow. you know, That's not like, even a belly. It, no, it's not. It, and I didn't mean it that way, but it was like I noticed. And I said to her, I'm like, watch watch what's going to happen in the next few days. People are going to be slamming her for that. And sure shit, there it was. It just, yeah. I said, 2016 was the year the worm turned for me. And maybe this internet thing isn't the, isn't the greatest thing ever. So, all right. So this brings up a story I actually wanted to talk about. Uh, oh, okay. Tonight. It's one of the Which, one of the reasons what does I Jay came, want to talk about is, since it's uh, Jay's yeah, night. Yeah, I'm sorry. It's not. <laughs> oh, you blow in <laughs> once a quarter. We're going to talk <laughs> yeah. about what you want to talk about. No, but you'll probably all jump in on this. And um, so I have a friend of mine, and he asked me not to divulge his name. Okay. Um, Can we call him? Uh, so, so you, Rick, oh, Fred, call oh. him Rick. Okay, Rick. So tiny Rick, he, <laughs> tiny Rick, <laughs> sorry, little Ricky. Sorry. So he posted something on Facebook. Um, and it was about the fact that he was at a show, uh, out of town show, and his band was playing this out of town show, and the band that was going on uh, before him, or mm-hmm. yeah, it was before his band, the opening act, or uh, they were both mid, like kind of opening, midway, midway, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> these guys were from I don't know where the fuck they're from. Anyways. The lead singer gets on on stage, and, and I'm just paraphrasing this. You know, I don't know the exact words that were used. Oh boy, yeah. But he gets up on stage and he shouts out right away. First thing he says is, "All you hetero cisgendered males, get to the back. I'm sick and tired. I've been looking at you all week. Get to the back. I want to see 
everybody else, women and I know this friend. I read. This oh, post. He, oh, yes, he you did. A, he pulled a Riot Girl act from the uh, from the the nineties. That's what the Riot Girls used to do. Right, the same friend. Right. So yes, we do. I, yeah. Um. So he says, you know, and then like Karma bit him in the ass. Like bit these guys in the ass. First fucking song, and the bass amp blew out. <laughs> Ricky is Q the kind Nelson of guy. <laughs> Ricky is the kind of guy that if you don't, it, he's not very easily offended for one. But, okay, but he did get offended by that because it was like, okay, you're gonna come out of the gate like that. Like, what the fuck? Thanks for fucking labeling me. You're a dick. Yeah, I'm out. Right. This guy, you know, Ricky usually goes and gets finds a bass amp for them to use. Well, uh -huh. since he had offended him. He just was just like, he didn't help them. He's like, I'm not, fuck this, I ain't helping them. Hey, man, I'm part of the problem. I'm a cisgendered white male. I'm in the back of the bar. Right. You don't need my bass amp. Right. Playing my cisgendered white male music. Exactly. So these guys finally get their shit together, and they play. Awful. They go to play another song, and they say to the song guy, hey, how are we looking on time? And the guy says, you got time for about one more. So they played one more. <laughs> So these guys got one and a half songs in in their set. <laughs> now, that's fucking hilarious, right? Yeah. Ricky gets fucking blasted on Facebook because, because he his gender identity is a hetero white male, basically. Right. So these feminazis and these gender Nazis come out and start bashing him and PMing, private messaging him and shit like Wait, that. Like because saying, he, he had posted about it, like... Because he didn't help somebody because they're... Schadenfreude and... Schadenfreude and... Yeah, he, he didn't help this guy because he was pro... Right. But he was vocal about it on Facebook, about why he didn't help oh, this guy out. Yes. Yeah. So he got bashed okay, for yeah, this. Yeah. And I mean hundreds of, mm -hmm. instant, of private messages and comments. Like right. hundreds. To the point he deleted the post, which I have never seen this guy ever do. He puts out whatever. He bears his soul to the world this is the first post i've ever seen him delete and he came back on and was just basically like well i guess i'll just stick with what i know i kind of feel like uh i just told my mechanic something totally stupid and ignorant you know but it just was like but it just sucks you know that he you know these people want you to be receptive to their gender identity and um sensitive to their gender identity but Fuck you and your gender identity, like is basically how he took it, and that's how I feel about it too. Is that these people who want you to be sensitive to their gender identity don't care; they're not sensitive to yours or ours. Right. And it's like, wait a second. Welcome it, to the show, Jay. No, no. Welcome no, to I, the last three no, or four months. No, right. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm sure you know, and I did hear that in this, and like, and I, right. It just it's it's like, what the fuck? Like you can't get all militant on somebody for identifying you know i'm just beating around the bush or as rich said we've walked holes in the carpeting walk back and forth holes in the carpeting which i really like that yeah. but it just and i'm sure you guys have discussed it and killed it and everybody who's listening to this well like, actually oh, there was a story that up, happened this but, week about the, uh, the guy who proposed a netflix ban for, for based, what for fucking what based on their show is it called dear white people I think. Oh yeah, that was oh, a movie yeah. first. Yeah, yeah. yeah, so they're they're doing a show based on the movie. Actually, a buddy of mine was in that movie, yeah, and actually, that's the reason I saw it. Everything about Netflix I, is a choice. I haven't seen Having it. it yep. 
choosing to watch something. You fucking pay for it. Or yeah. if you don't, then you're stealing right. it from somebody well, who does. Th- this guy, uh, he Bar. went on to Twitter and posted a picture of his canceled Netflix account with the hashtag uh, canceled Netflix or something like that, or, you know, trying to get some sort of movement going. And I saw it and was like, I got a good luck. for you, buddy. I mean, <laughs> it's in my pants. Why are people trying to start protests against things that millions of this con- people in this country love and use every day? It's just not. And, and it's because not now is the time. And Protests wanna, are a big deal right now. So I just want to. I just want to point out something real quick. I'm. A, yeah. I'm. Am. I have Amazon Prime. Okay. And I. I literally yesterday watched. Uh, what. What. What country should we invade next? Okay, well, no, hold on a second. Michael, I, I, hold on. Hold on. I didn't on. even finish the story. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't ahead. either. Is but it, it's okay. So, <laughs> what's going on? <laughs> no, so the guy posts this picture. Showing that he canceled his Netflix account because he was offended by the commercial for the, their new show, Dear White People, and urging other people to do the same. And not only did his hashtag not catch on, but he had posted, well, I think his next post was. Uh, hashtag, resubscribe, got another two weeks for free. N- no, the, <laughs> I mean, he fought back a little bit and then he posted some whiny post about. Uh, RIP my email, and it shows that he had 7,000 emails in his inbox. It said that uh, somebody signed him up for like 7,000 spam email lists and just flooded his email inbox. Well, his dumb ass posted his email address on Twitter. Uh, well, or 4chan got a hold of it. Well, uh, yep. <laughs> it's not posted, but you can find it. Like, yeah, you can go to your Twitter handle and, and see... Mm-hmm. Their email address, if you don't hide it, or if you choose to post it, I don't know actually. What's the option? Do you have to choose to hide it? I don't know if mine uh-huh. is on there. Actually, I have to check. He ain't heard of a <laughs> fucking the junk folder. He he ain't heard of right, but seven thousand. Still a lot. I can still fuck your shit up. Oh, I got thousand. My inbox has four digits on it. It's crazy. Yeah. Which inbox? Well, so I, I have like yeah. so ten I, of them. I chuckled at that, but then I was like. I mean, why does a response have to be flood this guy's email inbox and ha- make him have to get a new email? Right. Uh, because we're all a bunch of assholes now. Can't we just all be adults and say, oh, okay, this guy doesn't like Netflix? Well, that's his right. I guess uh, I'm not, I have no plans on canceling my account. Like, so we don't understand, like. I'll be enjoying season two of Stranger Things. Maybe some of this hatred for Donald Trump is backlash because sometimes the president is a reflection in the mirror. Maybe we're not who we thought we were. Maybe maybe Donnie's a little bit more of a reflection no. of our society than we think. Well, Donnie's what happens when white men get pissed. Donald, that's what happens when conservative when saying, white just, people get pissed off we just turned into this giant collective of assholes like that's just <laughs> yeah like that's just my that's just where i was going with that's that just your professional no, it, opinion and he's yeah. like the head giant he's like the head asshole he's like <laughs> okay he's you know if if this is a vampire movie he's the asshole you'd have to kill and it would maybe kill all of the other assholes that's and so that makes mike pence uh Ixnay, um, Kiefer Sutherland. Oh, wait, I, damn it. I just realized I talked about. Well, only in the vampire movie. My theoretical vampire movie. Uh, I'd say edit that. <laughs> no, whatever. I'm just saying, just go easy on that. 
Yeah. That kind of talk. This is theoretical vampire movie. <laughs> All right. Well, here's here was what I was getting at. Okay, I can't think of an example on Netflix, but I can think of an Amazon Prime. I watched a Michael Moore documentary I'd never seen. Right after I finished it, there was a, a you know recommended for your viewing popped up, and there was a documentary, an anti Michael Moore documentary. Okay, well, if you don't like dear white people on Netflix, you could probably find something that appeals to your conservative side if that's too liberal for you or whatever. You know, that's what I'm getting at. Like, right? I don't think he's trying to paint, watch, trying to paint but, with way too broad of a brush on Netflix. Like, oh my god, look at this liberal I think propaganda. I just love you to could, watch shit that I don't agree with. I you mean, could, I just do just to fucking like, okay, put myself in perspective yeah. here. You know. I would even argue that Netflix is probably the least political in their programming. Yeah. They have everything on there. Yeah. yeah. The Obama deceptive. They have Alex Jones fucking right. documentaries no matter, on there. For, for on there. documentaries for anybody's point of view. Yeah. I tried go. to and, watch that Barry movie. We got like 10 minutes in and it was yeah. stupid. Oh, the, the so-called... So, uh, but the even if you thought story. that, like, yeah. if you thought that Netflix had some pro-black agenda, I mean, that's ludicrous. <laughs> they have pro-algorithm agenda. They have that's pro... It, it's just algorithm. Pro-commerce agenda. That's Netflix. You watch this, and most people who watch this like this. And, I mean, it's just... And, and I'm sure this was a, a, a conscious decision of looking at, hey, we have shit for programming that has black people in it. What are we going to do about that? Yeah. And that's a reasonable uh that's something that's a reasonable decision for any company to make. How can we appeal to this market more? But but yeah. if it if doesn't it, mean if you it have falls, this agenda and now yeah. like, oh, well, we want to expand into this industry. That's basically what it is. We're just right. industries. I mean, what? you know, our 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 gender and our race <laughs> are just industries, man. Right. So the, I mean, it. It, what the average person probably watches 1% of the content that's on Netflix. Yeah. It's just there, and you don't have to watch it if you don't if you don't want to. Right. It like so, I you know yeah, I, I, there's not enough motorcycle rider movies. I mean, it's the same thing to me. It's just you know black, white, red, blue, liberal, <laughs> conservative. Yeah, so it's funny. So why is it this that attitude that like f- oh the blacks are taking over Netflix? Why because they got a, a series? Look who they voted in the president. They're pissed off right now. <laughs> They're still pissed about that. They're still pissed. Yeah, he's off vacation and like nothing happened. Yeah, like nothing happened. Like you didn't just rape our country for eight years. Yeah. Here's our answer to that. We're gonna just totally fuck it over. (laughs) Oh man, I just. So, anyways, Jay, you said you didn't finish the story. What was? No. Okay, so it was just more of my hit up on on social media. It's more of my point, man. Like here, this guy is one of the top people I know. Like, he's tops, dude. Like, his heart is huge. he give you the shirt off his back, even though he can't afford the shirt, you know. <clears throat> and here he is. Here he is speaking out for being singled out for his gender. He, his gender. Right. And his sexual preference. So, it just upset me. And other me. things and that I'm he can't I'm sorry that I've missed the show for weeks. I'm not saying that he's, sure like, that been oppressed, but. No, he's not been oppressed, but he has been hit with the exact same thing that they're fighting against. And it's a hypocrisy. And, and, it's and that the villagers argument, coming the argument, for Frankenstein, man. That's the argument mentality. It sucks. The argument on their side is that historically, as a straight white male, he's had it good. 
So, well, boo-hoo, and they're going to call them Snowflake, and they're going to... What well, the ironic part is, these are the people who invented the safe spaces and all this bullshit. Now they're going to start throwing it in his face, saying he needs it. The fucked up you thing know. is, though, dude, is this guy is not, like, the epitome of white privilege. Trust me. I mean, I, dude, you know what I'm, I'm saying. Just, I mean, I'm I, not... You know what I mean. It, it, this is a... This is the this is the argument I've had with relatives, with friends who are just drinking deeply of this fucking entire far left, regressive left SJW Kool Aid. Is that well? If historically you've gotten over on somebody, then you deserve right. every shitty thing. Is you he get. white? Right. Is he male? Yeah. Well, then he's got and, privilege. And, right. Fuck and him. Point, he was born at that with point, it. I said, at that point, I said, how far back do we go? The fucked up okay, thing Because is- you guys seem to not care what happened before fucking the evil white man came here and, and, and killed the Indians and stole their land. Do we keep going farther back? Do we go back you know, a couple hundred thousand years to where the first two fucking primates, or not primates, but Cro-Magnum, groups of Cro-Magnum men got to a watering hole and one beat the shit out of the other, so... That group has to pray reparations for the rest of eternity because historically they had it a little bit better than the yeah. other group of, of uh, you know, Cro Magnum men. Right. And they go, yeah, don't where's be the Egyptians' reparations? Yeah. And I said, well, if you, if you don't be <laughs> ridiculous, why? Why, why, do the, why do the people Jews built them. Who, who come up with this bullshit get to set the time limit, set the expiration date, and set all the rules? And we just go, oh, okay. We're evil. We're evil. We're this. We're that. Okay, we take it. I mean, get the fuck out of here, man. It's 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 ridiculous. And yeah, your boy. You know, look, if I'm sitting there and I'm at a gig, and some guy says that right off the rip, the first thing I'm thinking is, motherfucker, if I'm going on after him and he just cleared the room, fuck him. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah. Because right. because in in today's in today's day and age, people will get up and leave over that shit. Well, look, there's. Okay, so there's men out there not, definitely. Not in, the, not in the town that he was there, in. There's, there's certainly. <laughs> no, okay. No, not there, the town he was in. America has its share of bigoted men. That we understand and know. Sure. Guys that are never going to be okay with homosexuality, transsexuality, dressing up as other genders, any of this stuff is just never going to penetrate the majority, through their thick skull. The majority but then you have, of white men. But then you. The majority of them. I would say so. That are never going to accept this? Yeah. I don't think that's the majority. I think the majority uh, is people who really don't give a fuck and could they, yeah. they couldn't they couldn't care less about what what the fuck you want to do on your own time or want to be considered as long as it doesn't directly involve their lives. But see, I don't see but that. Then it, it, but I then are turned off when they're made fun of or talked down to or told that they're they're ignorant or not evolved just because they're not Pro, I would like to whatever agree it with is. you, and I wish I Where could. It, I've just seen too much. I have, and I understand why these people it, jump well, like that. I but think when it, this maybe per- it depends on the type of industry that you work in. Possibly, I've worked with a lot of artists and musicians, yeah, and I haven't. You've worked with a lot of I go to a lot of places monkeys have, and wrench turners. No, and I don't. Engineers, I, no, and, I'm talking. Yeah, engineers, project managers, yeah. like. Yeah, no. They like they yeah. I was with one one time and there was two gay guys holding hands and he said, well, "Look at that fucking shit. That's disgusting." And I'm like, we "Who can, cares?" Really? In 2017? We could yeah. we could argue yeah. these statistics. But here's the thing is, okay, so we're we're, you know, we're four like smart people, you know. Mm-hmm. We are. We're not the majority unfortunately. But 
but I'm saying that there's, regardless of, of what proportion you think it is of the population, there's a considerable amount of, the, of these cis gender uh, white males who are just reasonable people who, if they're talked to in this fashion, are going to be turned off by whatever the fuck it is you're doing. And maybe if you reached out to them, they'd be positive towards it. Yeah. They could, they could actually be turned to your side. So, <laughs> I, I mean, no, I, Aaron, Aaron, regardless of what you think, think about the white it? male, he still obviously has a lot of pull in this country. So why yeah, not get yeah. as many of them on your side as you can, and then use not that, that. <laughs> to fuck over the the less evolved ones who will never accept anything other than yeah. that's the way I grew up. That's the way I'm going to be. Aaron, <sighs> I, I think you're. I think you're right, and I'm starting to see a lot more from younger people. Friends of mine's children who are getting to, you know, high school, senior, college age to where, you know, used to be if someone said, well, look at that gay couple. What do you think? If, you know, if you went, oh, that's disgusting or I don't, you know, I don't care. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't care was acceptable and that's disgusting, you know, well, then you need to get the fuck over. It has no, no effect on you. Nowadays, I'm starting to hear more and more. If you go, I don't care. I don't care what someone else does. No, that's not good enough. You got to nope. support them. Yes. What do you mean? I got to support no, them? It's none of my business. Of all, my like, shit's okay, none of your business. Your shit's none yeah. of my business. Why do I care who they the fuck subject, it? Who the do, subject why? of gay marriage. Care. If I call you sir and you're a ma'am, just correct me and and I'll apologize and we can have a cordial conversation and move on with our lives. I don't care if you're a sir or a ma'am. I don't right. care what you don't, do with yes. your genitalia. <laughs> right. I don't fucking care. <laughs> the subject of gay marriage come up, and I was accused of not supporting gay marriage or being, excuse me, I mean, I mean, I was accused of being against gay marriage because I said, I don't care if gay people get married. And I said, okay, well, I'm going to correct you first of all. I'm against marriage, period. I don't think the government should have any say in your relationship, period, bottom line. So gay, straight, uh, whatever the fucking, you know, of, off the Twitter master gender list, I don't give a fuck. I'm not for it if, as long as the government's involved. So right there, fuck you and your argument that I'm against gay marriage. Second of right. all, why should I care if they get married? How does that affect me? Well, I'm not out to try to... taxes. I'm not out to... I'm not out to dictate to people how they can yeah, live their life. Check for it. You can tell me when. Right. right. I'm not. And so why the fuck are so many people out to dictate to everybody else? Supposedly the party of tolerance... The tolerant groups. Yeah, yeah. I want to tell you how to how you have to live your life, how you have to speak, how you have to think. Yeah. Rich, th- this reminds me actually of a Flintstones comic book that I read today. <laughs> which sounds like a very odd thing to say, but the the new Flintstones comic is actually quite brilliant and tells a lot of stories about our current society in the uh but in the Flintstones world. And the, this issue was... Devo- Is everyone named Rock or Stone? This, this, there's a, plenty of puns, and there's great animal jokes in there. It's very funny. But also, uh, there's a, a controversy. This was all... The whole issue was based around the concept of marriage. And during their time, it was a new concept. And so uh, Fred and, and Wilma go away to this retreat where there's married couples and other people who are thinking about getting married, and there's others that are protesting them. 
Like, this is weird, you guys. Why, why don't you just take whoever you can drag into the cave like we all do? Why do you need to get married and cohabitate like this? And they're hold, one of them's holding up a sign that says, uh, one man plus one woman equals too weird. <laughs> and monogamy is, is unnatural. And they're treating them like total outsiders. And it, I mean, all that's doing is putting that in, in light of how people are and aren't accepting homosexuality as something, arguing whether it's natural or not, or should it be accepted, or should it be legal or not. And it's all based on, it's just weird. It's not how I grew up, and I don't understand it. So it must be wrong. Yeah, it's... I just just have a real hard time. I just have a real hard time with people telling other people that because okay if you if if it's put to a vote you go into a voting booth and you vote in favor of gay marriage but then when you walk out of the voting booth someone goes well how do you feel about gay marriage well i don't care if gay people get married well then you're just as bad as the people who went in there and voted against it oh no really because am i am i i I think this is an acceptable response internally you go ew and then you say with your mouth it doesn't matter to me what other people do. That's fine. Yeah. That is a perfectly acceptable position. Because there's plenty. What do you I'm think gay in, guys think of? I'm not into dudes. So you ever talk to a gay guy about vagina? And they go, oh, oh, yeah, uh-huh. oh right. gross. Yeah. Yeah, right. And you stick your dick in it? Yeah. Why? Mm-hmm. You know, it doesn't. Talk, you can't help what you're grossed out by. You stick your dick you in it. You can help how you react to it. <laughs> and reacting Amen. as in it's none of my business is probably the I, best I don't want to think about what you're doing with your genitalia. <laughs> I don't want to think about it. If you say you're gay, oh shit, there went that visual. <laughs> Just rips right through my brain. Like, great, there's a movie. Thanks. <laughs> ah, I don't care. I mean, I really don't. And it's not that I'm supportive or unsupportive. It's, I just I want to live my life and not have to, like, talk to my kids about that like the way that i just want them to be acceptant accepting right accepting i accept the fact you do whatever you want to do with your shit i don't care but you know like the bathroom issue which i'm sure you guys have beat the fucking shit out of this in your podcast i think i've beat it up like uh, there's a because the three of us don't really care yeah but there's a like family bathroom like there's it is it's Right, you, multi. Well, well, like we just talked a little bathroom. bit about Call it a the fucking bathroom, and then you have a men's and a women's. Well, the, like, the, the Boy so Scouts letting in uh, uh, transgendered kids now, and the argument. One of the arguments against it was, what are they going to do? You know, do the, you identify with it, being a boy? Uh, well, do you identify with being a boy, or do you have a penis? <laughs> I'm just saying. No, this is my question. Do you have a penis, or do you identify with being a boy? It identifies as being a boy. Yeah. No. Well, they accept it's the it. Boy Scouts. Well, but whatever. That's gr- good. Good for them. That's fucking great. Would I, I let my kid I, be a Boy Scout? Still, I see sure. No, I see no problem with it at sure. all. The, but, I think Chris, but the, I think the argument on, against it is that well, what are they going to do when they uh, have to hit the showers? Take you know? a shower. Separate shower rooms. Take right. a shower. Well. If the or, thi- if the person identifies know. as a boy and has a vagina, then well, they, you, the, look, what, they a, don't care. The test it's in that f- situation is will be as if it will go the other way. Nobody Thank likes you. to That's be. What I've been it won't. To say for but the last it three won't. Minutes. That's what I'm saying. It won't. You put a girl 
if a transgender boy a girl female, tries to, to yeah. join the Girl Scouts, that ain't going to happen. No. But what I'm saying, though, is like you talk about in the showers. I, like, it, what do you do? Well, it's, I say it it's, could. it's like it's not healthy to have. But no, you, you don't. Like no, no kid like no kid likes being singled out. Right. But, but like you're dealt, we just it's make, the hand that you're dealt with and the situation make, that you live in. So the coach, so the coach says, as it, <laughs> "Yeah, if you're a transgender uh, kid at school and you're playing sports with a, you're a born with female genitalia, identify as a boy. You're playing with the boys on out on the field, and the coach says, hit the showers.' And you know that means that you hang back." Maybe you go read, catch up on some homework or something. All the guys hit the showers; they're done. You get the showers to yourselves. Wouldn't it be nice to be? Wouldn't it be nice to be one of the guys and 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 not feel excluded? Yes, but it's it's a hell of a lot better than saying that you can't you can't dress up like a boy or be on the boys' team or whatever else it is that boys want to do. As an adult than as a kid, though. Like, Why is that? Because they can't get over the weirdness factor in their brain. You got enough weird shit going on in your head from like ten years old on. I mean, that's. But if what are you talking about? Just is, in general, like as a kid, I don't. As if a coming not, of age humanoid, it's not made a big deal. It's not. A big You're saying that deal. that's a, a big deal to a kid to be excluded. It's going like to be that. another thing. It's going to make you know it's. They're either gonna. Th- it's gonna. It's two things. They're either gonna. It's gonna it's make one, them feel extra special, no, it's or it's le- gonna make them feel extra excluded. No, 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 no. But you're misunderstanding. They're already excluded, right? They identify as a boy. They want to do the things the other boys are doing, right? If they say, "Well, because of the bathroom issue and the showering issue and all that, we can't let you participate in the boy sports at gym," or. Uh, or do other things that, that boys would be able to do at school. Is there so you're, a, are, you're yeah. already excluded. I'm saying to argue that that's, uh, that's the reason why, when there's an easy fix, that still leaves the child somewhat excluded, but a lot more involved than the other situation would that, ex- that kept them from participating at all. That's a better situation, so it's a feature argument. Why does it have to be such rigid bullshit? We all, went to, we all went to public school, did we not, at one yeah. point? We all had co-ed gym class. When, you, when the class broke, okay, let's put it this way. If you had indoor plumbing, you went to one bathroom to shower. If you had, if you had outdoor plumbing, right. you went to another bathroom to shower. That's all you do. I do. Why is everybody have to be forced to accept? Uh, the majority have to be forced to accept something because the minority, the one person, goes, "Oh, well, I'm going to feel left out." You really, you do you really want to shower with a bunch of guys? Is My, that what this is about? You know what, is that is that is that what the fight is? Right, because I mean, because how far down this fucking oh, the fight hole overall is to not be excluded. My, My thing is, exactly. as a parent, but, as a parent. You know, you know your kid is that if you're if the kid's fighting for that, right? You know what I mean? No, like, I don't. What's that? What, all right. So if your kid's transgender or whatever, <laughs> you're gonna know that if you're trying to put your female anatomy boy into the Boy Scouts, you know your kid is transgender, right? Yeah. So right. I would assume so. That time Unless of their life, the dad, and there's a good chance this, that maybe you just but forgot. As the responsible adult, as a responsible adult, yes. Your teaching should be that is not appropriate behavior for public. That's it. You're allowed to be dressing that. up as uh, opposite sex is not appropriate behavior for public. Correct. 
Okay. For school. It doesn't for belong. School. It doesn't belong there. It just, that does, that behavior does not belong in school. It just doesn't. And I mean, maybe that's too rigid of thinking for me. Well, I would say that it's a misconception as, of what you're dealing with. It's not, it's not behavior. They're not acting out. That, right? I understand that. This I, that like, lifestyle is not conducive to that It's not a teenager going through a goth phase and you're saying you can't wear that. black lipstick to school. What I'm saying, And they're though, saying, is no, that, I have to express myself. This is, this is their identity. I understand that. But I break yeah. it down like this. I allow my kids to swear in my house, and I know this is a totally different subject, but right. I tell them they're allowed to swear in my house. They are not allowed to swear outside of the house. If they're caught swearing outside of the house, there's mm-hmm. repercussions for that, and I try to explain that. I know it's a much simpler thing to deal with, but it's the simple way I'm wrapping my head around it is that there is an appropriate behavior for certain instances, and that's how you should deal with it because there are other people that you have to be, you want everybody to be considered your child. Why can you not be considered of everybody else's child or most everybody else's child? The majority. I understand. Why would you I, I allow because you're the parent? You are the parent. It is their identity. You can support that identity at home and in your family structure mm-hmm. and your local structure. I, and t- okay, first of all, we're we're we're, me apart. we're in a we're in a society right now. We're trying to regulate through conditioning in in in, in pop culture and entertainment, and to a certain extent through laws, how adults are supposed to behave, how they're supposed to accept people uh, of different uh, of uh, that are transgendered or or you know homosexual or or, or polysexual or whatever the fuck. Okay, and we're having a hard time doing that. Children are evil little yeah, shit. You're not, not going to fucking. You're not going to get them to accept everything like you can as an adult. This is what I tried to tell my little brother when he was a kid and he was going to school. He was now when I, when he when I was a kid he would be considered what is fat, but when he went to school he was a little chubby. Okay, so. He would get very light teasing compared to what I got, and I wasn't even as big as him. And he would come to me and cry about it. And I said, Max, let me tell you something. That is not real life. Because when you're an adult, people Doesn't might say matter. some shit behind your back. In a group situation, it might say some shit. But you're not going to hear it every single day. You're not going to walk into work and people aren't going to be like, hey, how's it going, fat ass? That's not going to be your name. Okay? This is not... Di- School is like prison for children. Yep. It is fucking alpha. It is it is alpha males and females. And if you don't think the females are ruthless, you've never had a fucking female daughter. You've never had a female daughter. Well, I guess in this day and age. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Yeah, it's true. You can have a male daughter. So, right. but no, I mean, they, you can't, you can't force children to fall into lockstep with each other. And on top of that, God damn it. Fucking kids need to learn the world isn't fair. That the whole okay. world's not going to fucking bend to their to, to their whims because I feel like this. So why shouldn't I get this? Because that's not the way the world works, man. If this was any place, but one of the countries that is is forward thinking enough to allow this shit in school, you'd be put to death in other countries. Okay, I mean, here here's I, the folly here, though. I think you you take. Uh, a healthy kid and try and overlay the concept of identifying as a different gender on top of them. And 
in I would I would believe that in almost all these cases where a, where people are raising transgendered children, the concept of letting them dress up as another sex was probably the last thing that they wanted to do. I understand that. The last decision that they wanted to make. And and a lot of times it is because of severe depression, kids that are in dangerous situations uh, where, honestly, the, the difference between dressing up like a boy or a girl could mean the difference between them killing themselves or not. And I know it, it's, it's extreme, but we're talking about teenagers where just yep. dealing with I, regular sexuality fucks it. you up. I get it. I get that. We are talking about and, point... We are talking about less than 1% of the population, and we can't even solve bullying between quote-unquote heteronormative kids in school. And we're sitting here... And, well, that's I mean, part of my point, though, Rich, is that you're not going to solve bullying either way. And if ultimately you have a child who has more confidence, not only in themselves, but in the fact that their family supports what they are, then that's somebody who can stand up to a bully better. I, I'm not saying it's that no, enough, nobody man. thinks that it's a solution for anything other than the mental well-being of the person who identifies as another gender. Well, then, then my question is, and this is playing devil's advocate purely because I okay, I, I, I hear you. Are, I'm not trying. Are, I'm not trying to. Why aren't we as hard on these kids as we're hard on these Christian families who are like, I don't want my kid going to school and learning about evolution okay well then guess what homeschool if you don't want your kid to go to school and be fucked with for being transgendered homeschool i'm sorry, sorry you're dude. the odd one out it's it's like i mean it's stupid sounding but that's like a fucking you know a good point athlete no it's not you know hold on a second somebody who has no legs to equi- what know, is what does being transgender have to do with having no belief in science what I'm okay. First of all, you're drawing I'm, yeah, whoa, a conclusion that, that, you're, that, that, that no one else has drawn. What I'm saying is, if as a parent, okay, you want to raise your kid to believe that the Earth is six thousand years old, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera, the exact no, words Rich, of the Bible. They didn't. Nobody's okay. setting to raise, raise their kid. Nobody goes, oh. I gotta raise this kid transgendered, or at least gender neutral, until they're old enough to decide. No, some people are. Listen to me. Listen I know me. they are. Okay, I've stop, seen it. Stop. Stop. Okay. I've what I'm saying is, it. that kid goes into science class and says that shit. Science teacher's gonna look at him and go, "Oh, well, okay, that's fine if you learn that at home, and you're allowed to, you know, whatever. That's what your your parents tell you. But if you want to pass this class, you're going to have to do this. Okay. The parents but, have a choice. If they do, they if they if they really want their kid. No, to be raised. No, would you? Fine, go ahead. Say what you guys say. The student just wants to go to school and dress as the gender they identify as, right? No, and not be fucked. with. Ideally, not be fucked with. Yes, but everybody wants to be not fucked with, and I I don't think anybody got away with that in high school. All I'm saying, dude, is the consequence. You got consequences, and as a parent, no, to say that the solution is uh, then homeschool your kid. Yeah, if you want to, if you want to allow your kid to dress as a different gender, then they should be homeschooled. We say it. We say it. But they shouldn't be in with the general population. We say it to Christian parents: If you want your kid to be raised believing the Earth is six thousand years old, then homeschool them and teach them your fucking self. That's different. Because because that's a disagree. That's a disagreement with the curriculum. Uh, Okay. 
That is a totally different issue and reason to pull your kid out of public school. And we're not talking about they're looking for a solution for their, their kid's schooling. They just want their the kid to be able to go to school with the rest of the kids and still be sane and healthy. So you got to wear fucking pants to go to school. So what? Because the, th- the problem is the other Everybody kids. wear fucking pants. You can that's lay it. all the rules and you can you can police everything you want to police. The problem is other kids. You can. I'm not Aaron. I'm not saying. I get where you're coming I, from. I, I just do. no, but I I'm repeating it. myself. Nobody's arguing that they're not going to get teased in this situation. That they're not going to be bullied. Right. This is not a. Nobody's talking about what's a solution for being bullied or not. Because that's just going to happen. I'm, I'm getting to the point of okay. If if the child is a is mature enough to identify their gender okay they are mature enough to also comprehend the discussion from their parents in an adult-ish type manner saying listen life is difficult enough no no all right life is difficult enough what age are we considering here whatever age they decide whatever what age. age are you i'm not putting an age on this okay if the child is old enough to gender identify right. with themselves, and they tell you, you need to be smart enough to say, talk to them about that, accept them who they are. Right. Okay. Yes. I'm not saying there's no acceptance here. I'm saying accept them who they are. And then say, have but a don't discussion. tell anybody else. No, I'm not saying don't tell anybody else. I'm just saying. Well, school is everybody else. You have your family and you have school as a kid, and that's the I think fuck you're, it. Jay, I think I you're going to get This is the first but, time but, in life where second, they, no. so the phrase act as if comes into play. It, it's like, listen, we, ha- we, we have to have a slight herd mentality when we go to school. You have to. It's called survival. You know, and that's where I'm coming at is you would, t- I would talk to my child and say, I absolutely accept you for who you are. You're going to have struggles with it. But I think our focus should be on school and not on your gender identification. You're going to have to unfortunately fall into the norm for a little bit. I apologize for suppressing you for who you are and how you identify, but this is the unfortunate norms of society we have to follow in order to make life as smooth as possible going to school. Mm. If I imagine myself as a 13-year-old with hormones, I heard nothing of what you had to say. You know what, though, dude? This is not a single conversation. This is something that you... you, I'm sorry. Okay, if you can't... if All right, so then my point as a father would be like, listen, if you can't understand the things I'm saying and you're not going to listen to what I'm saying, you're going to have to... you, You got a penis, you're wearing pants, you're going to the boys' bathroom... That's it. That's it. I'm sorry. You got a vagina. I'm sorry. I understand you, mm-hmm. you, you identify as a boy. You can't go into Boy Scouts because it just, it's, yeah. Yeah, you don't get a fucking trophy for everything. I'm sorry. This is one of the very few issues that we <laughs> sit here. It's not we try to, a trophy. No, I'm not saying a trophy, but it is. We try to debate with our children. You we do wouldn't not, do this shit if they were fucking playing with knives and a loaded gun. You we do not get to do, you do not get to do or act or whatever, however the fuck you want, all the fucking exactly. time. You don't get exactly. to do that. You just don't. I can't, right, go outside, okay. can't go outside and take a piss out on the front but, lawn. But it, you know, <laughs> it, it, it's, I have to tell you that all I hear is that you consider their, their gender identity to be just a selfish act. No, it's a, it's a private it's, thing. It's personal. That's your personal private thing. And unfortunately, mm-hmm. at but, the age that they're at, 
they're underage, they're not adults. Unfortunately, unfortunately is the key word here, and that's why I'm saying it many times. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, you have to fall into societal rules. You don't have time mm-hmm. to fuck around with your gender in school. You have fucking school to worry about. If you don't like that, you come home, we'll figure shit out that you can do that's unisex or whatever, that you can you can go play basketball with the guys if you're, you know, whatever, if you got, we'll figure it out. But to, to, to say, actually, like, listen. force everybody to have to, like, all the other parents to have to now, now you're talking, like, it's not just your family. Right. You have to take in consideration of the other families involved because once this happens, I would all those boys that were in the Boy Scouts, if their parents don't agree with that, they're pulling that kid out of Boy Scouts. Now, what's that kid gonna do? You know what I mean? There's the Girl Scouts. I don't for see that. that. I I don't see that as any healthier than denying them uh, their gender gender identity at all. To say that they would have to dress as a boy at home and a, and a girl at school, or vice versa, is just really gonna fuck a kid up who's already confused about what the fuck is going on and with their then body, you know with their do? mind, with their in their lives. But, then yeah. you know what you do at that point? Then you look at your kid and you go, guess what? You want to dress up. If, if you feel, if you truly feel you were born in the wrong gender, mm-hmm. then you wear the clothes you want to and you go to, I, go, to, go to school and you take the abuse that you're going to take because you know no. what? It's going to make you a stronger person in the end because there's yes. nothing we can do to no. stop it. Yes. No. Yes. That is exactly what? what you say. I would just skip right to that part, actually. See, you're focusing on dress. I'm focusing on all the other stuff, like the Boy Scout thing, the football team, the fucking which bathroom they're using, that kind of shit. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. I'm yeah. sorry. You got to suck it up. Well, that's how it law, is. It's life. By law, until you have. But that's, the, that's kind of where I, until where you transition, I started. Until you transition, you, you walk in. I don't care how much you look like a woman. If you walk into a fucking. If you, if you haven't transitioned and you walk into a, the bathroom of the opposite gender, sex, whatever, I, well, Jesus, whatever, all right, and someone discovers that you're not that sex. You just committed a crime. So, I mean, it's real simple. Here, you can dress how you want. And when when gym's over with or basketball's over with, once again, you got a dick, you go to this bat, you go to this locker room. You got a vagina, you go to this locker room. Sorry about your luck. And that's all I ask. To what Because we're not going to rebuild every fucking school in this country to where they have three fucking different locker rooms. Because once we do that, 20 years down the road, we're going to need five. And in another 20 years, we're going to need seven. And it's just, No. Look, you can't, as a, as a child, go through the transition. So guess what? You play the hands you were dealt, and you take the fucking lumps. That we do, we're very sorry. We don't know what else to tell you. Because, I mean, if, if, this was the, if the majority of, this, of, of our kids that were born were born in the wrong gender, then we would be the, we would be the ones having to suck it up. That's all there is. I mean, it, this, we're not even talking about, like, 25, 35, 45%. We're talking about a, a less than 1%. It doesn't matter of, how, of, what percentage of a minority uh, somebody is. They get the same protection anybody else does, right? What I'm saying is that it's not like the hand, the uh, Disability Act to where we had, you know, oh, okay, we're, well, we have, we, we have X amount of people who are disabled, so we have to have, you know, handicap accessible and handicap parking. No. This is this is less than one percent. We're not going to rehaul the entire country and force 
public schools and build no, okay, okay. 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 But, uh, hold on hold on we're, we're bringing this it back is, around yes this to, is where to, i started where i started a was that it's been painted where i started was you can have you can accept somebody dressing as the opposite gender into your school into wherever it may be and understand that there are still limitations to that for example the bathrooms but but no. it's it's not about uh not letting the kids into the school because the bathroom's an issue, so we should just homeschool them. No, no, no. That's not what I was saying. What I was saying it, is if parents were, were so concerned about their kid getting bullied, well, then guess what? You need to make a decision. Do you tell the kid to suck it up and, and well, fucking go to school, listen, or do you homeschool your kid? If it, just parents, like if they're so worried about their kid being taught evolution, parents have to make a decision. Do I let my children go to school and then say, tell them what, what, what they want to hear so you can pass the test? And okay, the point home, is there's, there's going to be this Bible. huge sea change that's going to take no, over. No, okay, but when I was about to go so, into high school, my parents moved. And one of, the, one of the reasons for moving was so that I didn't have to go to Lincoln Park High School where they thought I was going to get my ass kicked on a daily basis. So I switched schools. To go to high school in uh, Riverview. God, I wish I had parents that gave that much of a shit. God damn. Um, well, you know, they get the medical bills to worry about. You know, it's preventive. It's cost, right. cost maintenance. So, <laughs> so parent, I mean, parents making a decision uh, based on how much they think their kids are going to get bullied in school happens constantly for many oh, different that's, reasons. That's why I switch schools. I, I think that we need to separate these two issues. It's not about transgender and bullying. Bullying is a separate issue, yeah, and you're going to get bullied for yeah. whatever a kid can find on you. It doesn't matter. Now, does a, does a transgendered kid go through more of it? Probably they are an easier target. Just go to school but, and focus on fucking school. And, and I can't and, believe and I'm if, saying that because I didn't. And yeah, and if, if a parent's choice is, but, well, look, I, I want to to let my kid dress the way they want to dress, and when they do that, they go to school and they get harassed and they come home and they're miserable. And I said, do you want to try homeschooling? And they broke down crying and said, please, yes. Right? Yeah, that's great then. That will probably work out for you, hopefully. Uh, there's nothing wrong with that. It's, and if, th if that's all you're saying, Rich, then I apologize for even blowing up in the first place. That's but what it, I meant. That's what but, I guess I wasn't getting it across. But it's but what came across what, to me at least was, if your kid wants to dress up weird, you should just keep them home. No, that's not because they're going to get yeah. they're going to get the shit beat out of them at school. No, I'm no. A, I mean, look, I, I, and I just think that's a bad place to start from. If that's where you end up as an agreement between you and you and your kid, that's great. Okay, I was a weird little fucking kid the way I dressed. Okay, I had I had long hair at a young age. I, I had a. I wore a leather vest. I wore fucking combat uh -huh. boots. Uh -huh. I, I played guitar. I was ten years old. No other ten year old dressed like that. Okay, I stuck out like a fucking sore thumb, and I took so much fucking shit for it. And it, it, I'm like, okay, but ultimately, this is what I want to do. So I just learned to accept it. All right. I, I never went to my parents and said, you know, you got to do something to stop this. I mean. It, Kids do weird shit. I mean, that's yep. just that's that's what they do, man. We used to have a kid who would who when he got too 
like when we'd get tested, he would take his test under his desk. And to this day, I don't know why. I guess it's an anxiety thing or something. It made him feel secure or something. I don't know. And the teacher just got, after so long, half a year of trying to, you know, you have to sit at your desk and take this test. You have to sit at your desk. Finally, the teacher was like, well, fuck it. If he's under his desk, I know he's not cheating off no one else. Fucking let him take it under his desk. As long as he's passing the fucking class. I mean, it's just, I agree. I, I, I agree with, I agree with you, Jay, that when you go to school, it should be about school. But unfortunately, I, I think we all know schools about schools about socialization oh, yeah. just as much yeah. as it, it yeah. is about about I, I wore learning. the slayer shirts and I, shit i was fat yeah. at the worst possible time to be fat yeah. middle school just, oh yeah that was fun and see i was i was different than most people i was a weird kid in elementary school i was a weird kid in middle school and i was a popular kid in high school and i don't know why because literally almost nothing in how i dressed nothing with how i acted changed it's just when I got to high school, having long hair, a leather vest, combat boots, and, and playing music became cool. I was cool all of a sudden. Where I was, I was a freak in, when I was in sixth grade, seventh, eighth, you know, and did it. So, and I, I do believe it's kind of like that. I mean, if you look at grade school kids, grade school kids are ruthless to each other. Middle oh, school yeah. kids are probably the worst. Oh, and yep. when you get to high school, I have, I have friends whose kids are in high school, and they talk about, you know, yeah, they got one or two transgender kids. They have plenty of out gay kids, and no one really fucks with them about that, right. which would be yeah, something that was, well, would be a huge target painted on them when we went to school. Oh, yeah. Okay, so uh, oh, let's, Lord. Let's just, let me just run a hypothetical past you then. Let's say young Rich gets his ass kicked a couple days in a row for being a long-haired freak mm-hmm. and comes home with the shiner and the old man's like, what the fuck's going on here? And you're like, well, kids don't, you know, they make fun of me for my long hair and I like to play music and they call me a freak and shit and like to beat on me and I wish it would stop. And he's like, okay, here's what we're going to do. Take you to the barber, get your hair cut, get you some normal clothes. Send you to school and make you fit in so you won't get teased so much. Do I mean, you, he offered. Do, do you think that would have worked for you as a, as, as a young rich? He, he, he made that offer. I said, but I don't want to do that. And he said, then you're right. just going to have to get used to it. Right. I so, don't know what else to tell you, son. I'm sorry. Life so is not if fair. My, if my kid, uh, if young rich wants to dress as a woman and go to school... <laughs> Make but if your dad woman, says, yeah. see, you got offered, Rich. <laughs> you got offered, right? And, you know, it, that's, but that's you got fine. offered, you weren't told. And you weren't, I, you didn't have a discussion. There was no discussion from your dad like, hey, listen, like, you want life to be a little easier? You know, like. Uh, or maybe there was. No, I was no, like, he there did, was. He, yeah. he told me, he told me the whole reason he played football in high school was because he wanted to fit in. Right. He's like, I hated football. To this day, I couldn't tell you what the fuck the rules, half the rules are to football. Mm-hmm. But it, it, I, was, I, I, had, I was on a kid with a lot of pent-up uh, anger and aggression. The coach saw that. He put me, he said, come try out for the team. I went out and I was able to hit guys. And as long as the coach said, see the guy with the ball, kill him. I did that. And it, he goes, I fit Bobby in a Boucher. little bit better. Pretty, pretty much. I mean, that's... Like my dad was, my dad wanted to work on cars and act like it was still the fifties, even though it was the late sixties. You know what I'm saying? I mean, my dad was a weird kid in his own way, but yeah, he, you know, he, he offered, hey, do you, you know, 
do you want to do this? Do you want to do that? And I said, that's not, that's not what I want to do. And like I said, he said, then you're going to have to get used to taking this shit. Mm-hmm. Now, my mother was a complete opposite. My mother didn't give a fuck as long as I didn't bother her. If I come home, it was just, hey, I don't want to hear about it. So those are my, that's the two examples when I think of parents I have in my head, a parent that don't want to be bothered about it. Well, yeah, I, is, and then a parent who's willing to help, but will go, ultimately, it's your decision, and I'm not going to force you into one way or the other. Mm-hmm. Ultimately, what we're talking about when we're talking about transgendered kids is we're talking about letting them express themselves, right? Even if this is a phase, even if this is something that it turns out that they stop dressing like a woman after high school, maybe not, probably not. Probably not. But And I but, don't but care it, about that. Like, that's not, I'm not so hung up on that portion of it. You know, like the dress doesn't hang. I'm not hung up on that. And like, but, but wearing it to school is not kosher. I guess that's my 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 fatherly feelings on it. I get it because I wore the Slayer shirts to school and shit. I had the long hair. I fucking you know burnout, whatever leather jacket, jean jacket with fucking pins and whatever. I was part of a minority, mm-hmm. but. You know, I'm saying the it, best thing you can do for your kid is let them express themselves. I didn't go use the as long as it's not. You know, I didn't go use the other bathroom. You know what I no, mean? Like I, that's kind of where it gets. That. That's where it gets a little tricky. You know, that's kind of where it gets tricky. Because like if okay. you dress like a girl, you know, go ahead. Let me. <laughs> but it, it. but every here, every school has at right. least one, at least yeah. one on the premise single occupancy that's, bathroom. That's fine. Right? I'm cool So with you have that. to go to the principal's office to use the bathroom I'm, or you want to get changed for gym I'm or something, cool you do it that. in there. Like, and if there are these easy if solutions there's a line, for there's all a this line. shit. Yeah, there is an easy solution. I agree with you. And but, if that's and, the way school will structure it, that's great. And any argument that I've heard against letting any transgender kid into an organization or a school... Is been is, the bathroom? It, no, it's not. It's been. It's based on something like that, right? Something that you can easily refute and say, you know what? Well, uh, guess what? The ultimately, the world is full of reasonable, somewhat reasonable, and somewhat kind people, and they're just going to figure shit out, right? Of course. Oh, we have we have a kid who has a special need. Not to say that transgender is a special needs like their handicap. No, 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 but, no, no, no. But I mean, my it's, kid. My kid, I had to meet with my principal because of my kid's attitude in school and the conflicts that he's having with one of his teachers. He's getting special attention, you know, and he's being allowed to do certain things that they're hoping will will help him in his school that other kids aren't. He's being singled out a little bit. Well, there's I, also another there's also another thing that I don't we I don't think any of us has thrown out there that I used to see all the time in middle school and high school, after gym class or after sports, there was kids who they they did you know had nothing to do with gender. They just weren't comfortable changing in the locker room. So guess what right. they did? They went in. They fucking they changed out of their gym clothes. They put their street clothes on and mm-hmm. they fucking oh, yeah. went about the rest of their fucking day. Right. Yeah, gym coach would be like, "Oh no, you guys make sure you hit the shower," and then they'd go in with their Y front still on. Yeah, I'll get rid of yeah, that. I mean, coach. there was there was never there was never any gym teacher or coach I ever had that was like standing there in the locker I room did. making oh, no, sure yeah. they, grade, they took did. a shower. Yeah, yeah they, oh, they would grade, make yeah. sure. Oh, we had one. Yep, you had uh, one. Oh, oh yeah, okay. yeah. The oh. coach would because there would be kids that would try and skip out, and he'd be like, "Nope, no. and then, you stink. <laughs> Go hit the yep, showers." No, our co- at, co- the, at the Catholic yeah. All Boys High School. Make your own assumptions, gentlemen. Take that towel off so your nuts don't stink. You know that. 
<laughs> His name was Mr. Parent. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, I went to, I went to yeah, Chris's coach would say, I must be a shepherd because you guys smell like a herd of goats. Uh, <laughs> hey, I got a question for the parents in the room. Mm. Uh, till 18, uh, child safety, part of your general responsibilities, correct? Yeah. Uh, yes. Primary objective, Primary probably, objective, you could argue. Yeah. Yeah. What do you yeah. do if maybe letting your child be themselves... Uh, puts them in a dangerous situation. Let's say you live in a less than progressive area, mm-hmm. and then perhaps being themselves at school move. would move. lead to them getting their ass like hate crimed. I'm talking I about shoved you. in a locker. I agree with you. Yeah. You move. Yeah, you, you move. Yeah. I don't care. So that's I mean, your responsibility as a parent. You what move. if you can't? I, look, what if you can't? If you I can't, don't know. Especially, I guess, kind of community I'm talking about is where you know it's it's. I hear you. There's generally. People- not a lot of money floating around. Um, I don't. You get, a, you get a fucking another address from a, a relative, dude, and you have you do the pain in the Look, ass thing you, and get your kid to that other school. You're talking school about people like inner city, like in Detroit. They can't just go. Well, I guess this is it. I'm going or, to the suburbs now, so my kid doesn't get beat up. I understand no, it's not. No, I understand rural, that it's not that or simple. Or the rural communities. Oh. Old. Yeah, think about like like. I just, karate, I just karate chopped the mouse. I got to make sure that I'm still recording. Right, okay, there we go. Yeah. Or the rural communities, oh. same amount of no income, same yeah, amount I mean, of my, less I, options. Well, my buddy Corey, yeah. my buddy Corey, you know, he 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 knew from a young age he was gay. He never his his mother, his father was never in his life. His mother never told him to hide it from anybody. He was. I don't even think he really came out. But that. But he just was, and he took shit for it, and he went to school in Romeo, and he stood out like a sore thumb, I guess, because I, I I've never lived in Romeo, but apparently Romeo is kind of Michigan redneck. It's kind of bitter. Uh, you're starting know. to yeah. get there, yeah. yeah. But you yeah. can't. But you're you're equating the 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 transgender side of this to the bullying, and it's not all hand in hand. It, no. This bullying situation is something that all parents, not all parents, I imagine most though, at some point. And their child's lives have to deal with, regardless of of anything about no, their kids. No, but I'm just saying in this situation, so it, it, you're dealing with more than getting shoved in a locker in some communities. I'm t- talking yeah. like actual hate crimes, that kind of you're shit. You're talking like the like the Brandon Tina type shit. Yeah, like, I'm not talking shit. about you know no. getting fag spray painted on your garage. I'm talking about like I, they're going to fuck this listen, kid up. Yeah, and. It, <laughs> Parents will find a way, all right? If it really came down to that and it was either I let my kid express themselves here and they get killed or I tell them to try and dress like a normal and I have a depressed kid who ends up slitting their throats and slitting their wrists in the bathtub. So it's like better buy someone else's hand than their own hand? No, they find a way. You'll find a way. It's not impossible. It. I I understand where you're coming from, but no, I wouldn't accept that as an as a reasonable solution. There's other places where you can live, and your child can have a happy life. And well, when you're a parent, some- that is the first thing that you're supposed to decide on based uh, on where you want to live is is based on where your kids are going to be safe. There's also so, something we're not taking into consideration here is that if a kid is old enough to where they're actually fearing for their physical like safety, their life, not just being picked on, but like being like seriously fucked up. 
that can manifest itself as that kid starts acting out in school to the point where they get themselves thrown out of that school. And it's almost uh, in a way of like, well, if I'm thrown out, I can't be fucked with in this school. I mean, I've seen, I, yeah, but, I, I've seen yeah. it. I've seen it. I had friends that went to special ed schools who were not quote unquote special needs as far as, you know, mentally handicapped or anything. They were just they obstinate motherfuckers. But it was because they had such a rough time for whatever reason in their schools that they acted out to the point where they got expelled and then they had to go to these special schools, you know, that they had to get up at, you know, 630 in the morning and catch a bus at 645 to be at school by eight o'clock because the school was so far away. You know, it's shit like that happens. I mean, kids are as as cruel as we as as we all agree kids can be. Kids are a lot more resilient than we give them credit for. They're a lot tougher than people give them credit for. You know, when you become a parent for the first time, you worry about that child constantly. Even if it's for the first child time? is sitting in your arms, perfectly safe, you you know you still have that feeling of oh my god, I got to protect this kid. As you get older, you realize, you know, they fall down, they hurt themselves, they get back up. You know, I mean, they're tougher well, than you, yeah. we give them credit for. I mean, they're and they're smarter than we give them credit for. And I'd argue that kids these days right. are way smarter than we give them credit for. But yeah. here's the thing, yeah, like you but. can't control what, how other people react to your kids. You send them out into the world, and you understand that you've been to high school. You know it's a fucking shark pit in there, and and you, as much as you would like to oversee that and make sure that your kid is safe, you can't. What you can control is the amount of support that you can give them at home. And again, just to say that, you know, you can't dress the way that, that you're comfortable dressing here at home at school is not supporting them in that way. Uh, I never said you can't. And, I just said you, it's yeah, not, not really the thing to do. Sure, it's not, I mean, it's not the best with, scenario. Out to schools with a uniform. I couldn't dress how I dressed at home at school. Yeah, yeah. there you go. I did. I didn't give a fuck. But then you get into but the girls and the boys had different (laughs) uniforms, so you'd be in the same situation except with stricter rules on your wardrobe. The way that like Rich and I dress, I don't know how you guys dress, but the way Rich and I dressed when we were kids, man, I mean that was way more socially acceptable than (laughs) than like not me so much. A boy dressing like a girl. I mean it is. Oh, definitely, it is. I definitely definitely pushed it purposely against norms just to antagonize. Oh, absolutely. I had you know shirts with you know dead bodies on it and shit and <laughs> you know yeah i can't remember what shirt it was but i wore a band shirt to school one time and they actually made me turn it inside out and spend the rest of the day walking around school like that yeah i had to put electrical tape over the penis on the never mind cover was uh, oh it was it was oh, yeah, it was nothing my, shocking my, it was nothing shocking i had a James oh James yeah my misfits wolf blood shirt yeah with, oh yeah yeah, yeah buddy mm-hmm. <laughs> yep we they actually banned misfit skulls yeah. On any type of clothing at our school, because <laughs> enough parents, I guess, got together and decided that the misfits were satanic. Uh, and so the school, are, like, no, the school, the school <laughs> used <laughs> the school used the new the newly uh, the new rule they come up with about gang colors. Yeah. To like, somehow, no, not Satan, more like Cthulhu. Yeah, right. <laughs> like, <laughs> silly shit. Like Satan, like Satan's ridiculous. You mean the guy with the pitchfork? That's for Casper cartoons. When I think when I think of satanic bands, I don't think of the Misfits. I think no. of Roger Corman when I think of the Misfits. I think of bad B horror movies. Right. Right. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. But I mean, they, they yeah they use the whole you know you can't wear quote unquote gang colors. 
and they, they, they use that as the excuse to say, well, you can't wear this because if... I think they tried to rationalize it by saying, if you know, it was gang five, identity. six kids are hanging out with a misfit skull, that's a gang sig- sign. Right. It's a gang insid- insignia. And I'm like, really? Because, you know, in, in high school, half the stoners are wearing Metallica t shirts. Yeah. Is that a gang? In general, though, I do, I the do big support. Johnson t shirts at my high school. The fun, you want to crack up the worst shirt, the one shirt I got sent home for, and you're going to fucking laugh. I can't believe I'm admitting this, but I went to the slaughter up all fucking night <laughs> tour. <laughs> wow, dude. And I had the shirt. It said up all fucking night, but it was like blurbed out, you know? And like, <laughs> yep, on the front was a chick on a, like a, you know, a knife board, a knife throwing board. Yeah. Yeah, she was like wearing a bikini or like a one piece. To the dart, yeah, like one eagle. piece. Yeah, right, right. Yeah, you know we're releasing this, right, that. man? Yeah, I know. It's, whatever. I was. 15, it will be on dude. the internet. Yeah, it was fifteen. In whatever. Perpetuity. I was still listening. See, I was listening to Slayer back then too. So whatever. Licking. By the way, kids, kids, teenagers. If there's any teenagers listening to us, what the fuck are you doing listening to us? Second of all, if you are, this is proof right here that the shit you did in high school that was so important that yep. you got away with. You're going to look back as an adult, and you're not going to be ashamed. In your 20s, you're going to be ashamed of it, most likely. And then as yeah. in the, uh, further into adulthood, oh, you're just going to look Jesus. back and laugh. Oh, my you're just yeah. going to go, what the fuck? You don't have to was play stupid. it. What was I thinking? This shit's ridiculous and stupid, dude. Dude, this is your shit, apparently, bro. Uh, no. You just talked about it. I know. It was in the day. It you was, got... I just have... I got free tickets, whatever. No, I, I, got, whatever. I got your feet. I had a buddy who... My first concert was Suicidal Tendencies. Ooh. I had a buddy who, hey. in 1993, he had a choice to go to uh, Vulgar Display a Power Tour for Pantera or Slaughter, which was the same night, and he chose Slaughter. That was and probably in, Kiss Winger and Slaughter. <laughs> yeah, this was, was in 93, wrong. and I told him, I said, there is no excuse in 1993 for you to go to Slaughter over Pantera. No, wow, fuck dude. no. Holy shit, no. No, no, no. I'm talking he, like 1989. I bro. bet he married the wrong woman, too. Yeah. yeah, we. I bet it's probably shit. someone he should have married, and he ended up marrying the other person. I haven't seen this kid since I was in my early twenties, but I, 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 he took shit until the last time I saw him about that. Whenever it came up, uh, anytime oh, Pantera yeah. or Slaughter came up, that's the kind of shit on. that should be in his obituary. No, I'm not that bad. Yeah, I was at the concert, but fuck, I didn't have like a. I, it wasn't like a choice kind of a thing. I mean, it was, but it wasn't like oh, you can either go to. This totally awesome fucking rad Pantera concert, or go to see Slaughter, you know. In '93. In '90 fucking three. When there's when, it, when at that point Slaughter had maybe two original members still in it. I don't know, dude. I lost track of them after that concert. Actually, I had, oh, I, I, bet. I had bought the. He CD, went on to but, turn down Apple stock. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what? What's this Google? Com? I'm not investing in Google. Yeah, right. <laughs> What's a Google? I don't know what that What's is. A, Goggle. I don't know what goggle yeah. means. What is it? Is that something you put on your head? Fuck out of here. <laughs> Went on to buy a series of Renault cars. <laughs> hey, there's this thing coming out called a Zune. I'm going to put all my money in that thing. <laughs> hey, you know, Pontiac's coming out with this thing called an Aztec. I think I'm going to invest in Pontiac. That's going <laughs> yeah. to make that go through the roof, man. You can go camping in that bitch. I just put all my money in Pontiac, Oldsmobile. Shit. <laughs> Mercury, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Buick, Hudson. <laughs> so Buick's still around. AMC. Oh, is it? Oh. Buick's AMC, one of the last ones standing. Yeah, put my money in some AMC. There you there go. There you go. 
<laughs> well, Jay, I wanted to ask you a question. Uh, what was what was that? What was the band that it was kind of like the surf punk band that that you were in? Uh, the Amino Acids. Amino Acids. Okay. Have you ever heard of a group called the Mummies? Absolutely. That was actually the basis of the Amino Acids. Because uh, a buddy of mine posted the Mummies. Uh, I guess a uh, public. Uh, television concert they had from like 88 yeah yeah and i was all i could think was i need to forward this to jay and then for some reason i forgot i was like i bet you jay knows who these guys yeah actually um actually yeah my way too throw it up Um, on the unregimented dave uh dave taylor the founder of amino he's actually wearing an amino acid shirt by the way that's funny that's hilarious (laughs) actually yeah it's got bob on it yep well bob and bob (laughs) (laughs) two bobs two bobs um but um, no, that that actually uh, like the first practice I went to was probably their actual third practice, and uh, yeah, he played that video for me, and he was just like, like we watched that whole show. He had it on fucking VHS. Mm-hmm. So the <laughs> mummies know? preceded amino acids. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. The mummies were like a very big inspiration for Dave and creating the amino acids. Okay. Um, that and Devo and Dick Dale, you mm-hmm. know, so because like listening, if you listen to the mummies, you'd be like, oh, okay, that's where the aminos really kind of come from. Got it. Yeah, surf, yeah. surf punk. Yeah, they were, yeah. Probably not. San Bruno, California, 1988. They, yeah, they play oh, shows the, with the, uh, these Elvis Yeah, those mummies. Oh, okay. Well, they're on Google. They're on Google Music. I wonder if they're they're yeah. aware. I'm sure they're very aware. Yeah. Where's their music? That's it. Oh, you just get a bio. You get no music. Oh, you got to probably look it up on YouTube. It's probably floating on there. Oh, Rich, I you just, said you I just sent it just to you guys. It? Okay, there you go. play button. There you go, whatever. It just took me a second to look it up. Yeah. Um, But no, I mean, no, that's, yeah, it's funny. You mentioned that. That's awesome. Hey, Cause, do you guys know Majesty Crush? Man, we went over this uh, on the weeds. I no. know. From asking these two. I know the name. Okay. I know, I know Majesty. I don't know Majesty Crush. All right. Probably two different bands. I see the font. Their lead singer died recently. They were, uh, they got kind of big in Detroit. They put out a couple of really good albums of, uh, it was uh, basically Shoegaze. Oh, okay. You know, right around the same time that all that shit was going down over in England, they were a Detroit based band. And the lead singer was kind of crazy. This is like the intro to the public access show they were on. And, he would die. Oh, uh, oh, you got that? Now, these right, guys I'll are all my... dressed up in mummy outfits. I'll see. That keyboard player is fucking story. crazy. Oh, there goes the audio. Oh, shit. He just unplugged it. I That's did. why. I feel like Count Scary should be introducing these guys. Hell yeah. I know. Or the or the ghoul. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rich, you've never yeah. seen and me play. They're dressed up like you? mummies. Huh. Yeah. You've yeah. never, no, dude. Yeah, you see that keyboard player? Yeah, that's me, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I'm serious. 
That's what I said. Man. Then you're the playing keyboard keyboards in this video? No, 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 no. What I'm saying is like that's where like my oh, okay. my antics <laughs> came from. If you if you watch me play live, you'll see a lot of these antics. But even if you watch any of the Minos live now, you'll see it. This is from September eighth, nineteen ninety one. Probably when the video was uploaded. I think this is from '88. San Francisco, uh, California. It says '91. Huh. Yeah. This might not be the one. I know it is the one I saw because it's the, the cable access one. He could be saying nonsense. Nobody could know. Doesn't matter to me. Well, I watched a, a YouTube documentary about the, the Misfits, the Danzig years. Yeah. And all I got to say is uh, a lot of those shows... It wasn't about the it wasn't about the lyrical content. Let's put it that way. No, no. <laughs> it was it was about the energy in the stage show because yep. you they didn't even have they had video that was so or yeah video that was so old. Probably some of it was film actually. They didn't even have their look together yet. So it was like one guy had like a Jerry only had the deadlock, but then Danzig was wearing a flannel and the drummer was wearing glam shit and the <laughs> the guys was, in the Izod shirt khakis. Yeah. Yeah, it was it was really strange, and it was like it, it kind of showed them, you know, how they finally got their look together and everything, and, and their image, and it, it was just interesting because I mean I I like the Misfits, so oh hell yeah, dude, another guy's you know, in overalls and a beanie, but yeah, like you because you know I never knew it's that was before MTV even when they first started right. in Jersey, you know, I mean it's not like there was a ton of video out of it, so it was going to Rock of Ages and getting. 10th generation bootlegs on VHS yep. and you're like I think I can hear what song they're playing is that 138 or London Dungeon wait a minute I didn't hear the intro you know it's like you know so it was cool to see all the you know the old footage and stuff but yeah that's cool that's cool that you know who they are because the minute I saw them I'm like god I wish I could remember off the top of my head the name of that band yeah nice catch and, yeah oh, mummies are badass dude they're fun to watch they're fucking just energy yeah, I do, I do miss those days of going to shows when I was, like, in my teenage years, and it was just, you knew that you weren't going to get, like, you know, King Crimson on stage, but you were going to get a fucking show. Yeah, buddy. You know? Yeah, buddy. No, I'm sorry. Aaron, what were you, you brought up uh, uh, Majesty, what was it? Oh, Majesty Crush? I don't know. I mean, you guys were are really vocal? familiar with them anyway, and I tried to find the details in the story of the singer's death. And couldn't, and I kind of I was told from a person who knows a person uh, the story, and I don't think it's really out there, so mm. I don't know. It doesn't really matter, and I don't want to just spread rumors uh, <laughs> for no reason if it's not even going to entertain. What really bums but, me out, though, but there is, is crazy uh, circumstances. The lead singer of Grayling passing away. Yeah, this is if, them. I don't know if you know Grayling. You ever heard of Grayling? No. I don't know Grayling, Michigan is. Yeah. No, yeah. Are they based in Grayling? Ba- you ever hear a band called Daddy Stitch? Yeah. 
Okay, yes. so Grayling is a, was like basically all the same members of Daddy Stitch except for the singer. So, all right. yeah, but the, the lead singer of Grayling, amazing songwriter, man. Amazing, yeah. yeah. Just brilliant. And, yeah, he passed away, man, left two kids behind and shit. Yeah. Really sucks, yeah. Yeah, Majesty Crush, this was off of, well, uh, this version was off of the eventual album that came out. Um love 15 i think there's an ep did your band play with these guys that was it uh no this was before my time when i was i mean i went to see them broke up in 95 i went to see them a lot yeah in 95 so i probably saw one of the last times they played st andrews i was in the metal scene then. and (laughs) i still well let's see i play guitar but at the time i was listening to shoegaze and shit like that but and I would go to concerts, but I was more interested in DJing. Ah. I had uh, sold my drums for turntables. Two turntables and a microphone. Yeah, back when you actually had to lug around milk crates full of fucking records instead of yeah, a little CD scratcher or whatever the fuck it is that I see. And I'm like, okay. Well, there's still some guys who haul around some some equipment now because they have their own preference and they bring their own tables and that shit. But oh, definitely, definitely. But yeah, the the what was what's interesting about DJing with in the digital culture is uh, well, it's really about limitations, right? And all art has to work within certain limitations, and a lot of times it's the limitations that make it great it was the weird limitations of early synthesizers that gave us techno in the first place guy said okay well this is all i can do with it it's never going to sound like a real bass but it makes this crazy sound let's just exploit the fuck out of that and see what i can do with these three or four synthesizers that i saved up for and when you dj'd with vinyl you had to go through and go okay what are people going to want to hear tonight? What am I going to want to play tonight? What can I string together that makes sense? What's a set that flows but also gives me some options to go different directions if that's what's needed? Uh, and So you, you go through and you pare that all down to like one crate or a crate in a bag or two crates of records. And now you just bring your entire collection no matter what. And I have a heart Like I can make a playlist if I need to. But if I'm listening to music in the moment, I'm either DJing or I'm putting iTunes on shuffle. Because just dealing with my own iTunes and trying to listen to music for my enjoyment and say, what music do I feel like listening today? There's too many choices for me to decide that. It's always shuffle and maybe skip a few if it's not really fitting my mood. Mm -hmm. But yeah, so it's a totally different... You take away that that science of actually trying to craft a a set and options within that set as a DJ and just bring everything and see what works. I don't know. I mean, maybe you could argue that that you have uh, more options actually makes you a better DJ. Maybe it makes you less thoughtful about how your set's planned out. Well, it just seems to me that if you... if you want to have as unlimited of options as possible back in the day, yeah. it took a lot more dedication. 
You know what I'm saying? It, just by just because yeah. of the volume of well, records was, you had to drag around. Because that, when, and, and, like and said, actually tracking them set. down, you had to go out and buy physical copies of something that was sparsely distributed in the U.S. For the most part, they were released in the U.K. and people would ship them over here. You have to go to record stores. I mean, uh, actually, out on the east side here, the only reason I came to the east side was to come to Record Time and uh, Melodies and Memories, only one of which still remains, and both were. They were like the only two areas and uh, two stores in the area that actually carried import techno. So everybody in Detroit was buying their records to them. But you also had to sift through all this techno and find out yeah. what's going to be a good record, what, what are people going to like, what's going to be something that maybe sounds like nothing to somebody, but when I use it, it's like a secret weapon. Mm-hmm. Shit like that. And now it's like, well, what are other people playing? I can download that, yeah. bring it on my USB drive, yep. press the sync button, and then wave my hands around. Yeah, that's... A few of my buddies who are really into modern EDM are like, like, hey, check this video out of this DJ. And, you know, they're playing like a huge festival, and I'm just going, what is this guy jumping up and down for? He just literally pressed a button. Yeah, right. You, you can know get into it. I understand where they, like, how they get it, but I don't know. It's a different, I mean. Ketamine? I didn't even do it. <laughs> <laughs> well, just do, I mean, I didn't even do it with vinyl, but I can just tell that it's a different art form than now. It's just, it's the computer does all the work. You just choose what you want the computer to do and when, but it's doing all the work. There is no art to it anymore, really. It's more... Right. Well, there's as much art in it as there ever was. It's just at the hands of whom. And when you make the technology easier to access, and you are going to open it up to people with less experience or less artistic uh, endeavors. They just want to be noticed and have a good time. So, yeah, you're going to get more shitty DJs. At, uh, but I'm sure there's just as many good DJs out there. I just don't know who they are anymore, unfortunately. Talk to Scotty. Yeah. He'll tell you. Yeah. <laughs> now you got to get out there. I Yeah. I miss, well, that, that I miss just the, being uh, able to dance. <laughs> that is one of the, the the sadder parts of getting older. Is it? Oh no! It's well. I guess it is about that. Well, you know, especially if you. Well, it's you like, know, you're it's not about feeling old. It's just about having responsibilities. Exactly. If you have yeah. your kids in the weekend, you can't just go. Okay. Right. Well, I'm going to go out Friday and Saturday night and check out whatever. And you know, I mean, I, I we used to do that with with bands, and now. I have friends who are still trying to, you know, as they're either on the other side of 40 or fast approaching 40, still trying to do the original band thing. And they've noticed all their friends have dropped off. And I'm like, because they got married and they had kids. And, dude, you're playing Wednesday night at 1130 at night, dude. You know what I'm saying? Like, did you expect a bunch of 40-year-olds to come out? I mean, (laughs) you know, half of them are in AA at this point. (laughs) You know, so. yeah. Well, too. Also, too, with I think it's not so much not knowing; it's it's not caring. Like we still have the same resources. In fact, even better ones now to tell us new music. It's just like eh, the things that the well, things that I some things make it to me, and I find them, and they're, and they're good. And they're, uh, yeah, but in my in my twenties, I, I went to. I don't care about knowing anymore. I used to care about shit. knowing and made sure that I knew about well, everything. Right, but I knew because I went out to the shows. In my 20s, right, I could go downtown and see 
go to any number of venues and know that I could probably see a good either local act or a touring act. Right. And it would be $10 or less to get in. I'd probably see some people that I knew to have a good time. Uh, I just... I don't know if it's just me getting old and getting and being out of touch and just not knowing where the good music is anymore, or if there really isn't the scene that was around. It's different in the nineties. It's different. It's way yeah. different. Yeah, way different. Well, I mean, it's different. It doesn't mean good or bad. I'm not it's, it's good different. Or bad. It's, just, it's just different. I mean, it's right. But I guess it's like, just it's just like I was saying earlier. So you have more choices. So you have to weed through it a little bit more, but. I don't. I certainly don't have time for that. To go out and yeah. take chances and maybe see a shitty band and go, "Oh, this sucks." I'm going to go to another bar and pay another cover and see if this band is better. Yeah. No, because then I'm out fifty bucks. Yeah. Ain't nobody got time. For and, that. and yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and well, I didn't even get my yoga in today. Time is one of those few things where its currency increases as you get older. You got it. Well, I have a friend who went to Austin recently, and I guess in Austin it's still like it used to be back in the day to where you can start in one end of the neighborhood and bar hop until you find a band you like, and you don't need a vehicle. You're not going to, well, I, go broke, I guess, is relative to how much you're willing to spend. You know, I, I didn't I didn't get into the, the financial aspect of how much it costs to get in and out of those places. Well, right, but, yeah, mate, but, but on your on average, most shows are going up. Way more than the average person's wages are. Oh, definitely. I mean, and on top of that, you know, you go in and it's what, you know, even for an all local band show, it could be 15, 20 bucks. And then you get in, you have a drink or two, you're sitting at 30, 35 bucks. Right. I mean, and that's just the first bar you hit, you know. But it, I think that's something that's kind of lost is that people don't just discover. By going to live venues and going from one to the other anymore in a night, you know, I, I recently caught a, re, a rerun of uh, or, or a replay of uh, the movie Singles, and I'm like, wow, right. that is so foreign to me now. Yeah, like the fact that they're just hopping from venue to venue to go check out music. You know, I I, I can't imagine doing that anymore, especially well here in Detroit. What are we gonna do? I'm on the west side. I'm gonna go from the Smoking Token. To yeah, Harpo's, you know? right? Yeah, <laughs> Harpo's ain't a thing anymore, man. Harpo's, I've been there by a couple times. Doors are, it's done. There's, there's nothing going on there anymore. Yeah, yeah exactly, I mean, exactly. The, in the nineties in Detroit, I could go to a show. I could get dropped off at a show, and then either walk to another venue if I didn't want to stay there. Or know somebody that was going someplace else, hitch a ride with them. And I guess, I mean, what we have now is everything's really destination. Well, too, yeah, I mean, it's a different world. Even our shopping areas, I mean, malls apparently are losing business and closing all over the place. And it's more about just, sure, you have a downtown where where your business district is, but people go park, go into Old Navy, leave. Go home. They get. They go to where they want, get what they want, or they just order it and have it delivered. I do yeah. so much of my purchasing online with everything. Yeah. Like even when I ordered Taco Bell a couple times a few weeks ago, I placed my order through the app. 
So then as soon as when I, for real, so as soon as I get, like when I'm at the light before it, I tell them I'm there, pull up, they got my shit, boom. Well, because another thing is that even though we don't have it as bad as, say, major cities like Los Angeles and New York, and traffic is increasing everywhere. We don't have Postmates here yet. We got to get Post, we got Postmates, Postmates out west, it's. Bring, just, just, it brings you anything. I have no idea what you're talking about. It's a delivery service that brings you anything. Oh, okay. Like, you give them six ninety nine, they'll go to Walgreens and get you a six-pack no, right. of, and I'm, a fucking I'm saying is like, packet of bologna. You, you travel 20 miles to work, uh, but it takes you 45 minutes because it's stop-and-go traffic most of the way. It, you don't even feel like trying to stop somewhere and shop or see, I'm going to just pop into somewhere and see if they have this. And check it out. What the fuck? That's a big waste of your time, and then we'll go through more traffic. Kroger's got that click list thing. If and they did it, if that thing was same day, I'd use it all the time. But they want you to do it. Tw- Who does things 24 hours ahead anymore, Kroger? That is insane <laughs> to me. Then I must have caught him on a good day because uh, I, I went to the site to because I am this guy. I make my shopping list and then download it to my app, and then I saw that, and they said, hey, we'll do it for free. And I, you know, Submitted my shopping list, and they were like, come get it in three hours. Oh, shit. So I was like, okay. And I showed up, and like I actually walked into the Kroger. It was like, yeah, I'm here to pick up some groceries. And they're like, why'd you get out of well, your car? No, no, they they, they said order you. for 20 frozen dinners. I'm like, this guy's probably literally starving right now. He probably has no food in his fridge. We better get this to him ASAP. Well, no, they, they have dedicated well, no, spots. They, they're probably like, why the fuck did you get yes. out of your car? This is literally what they did. And I said, I'm here to pick up some groceries. She goes, they're behind you. And I was like, no, I put an order in online. She goes, oh, you got to go around to the side of the building. And I'm like, oh, okay. So pull around the, the side of the building. As in the groceries are behind you? Like they're in yeah. aisles. You just walk up and down them? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like I'm stupid or something. Oh, come on. Like, so I pulled up. I pulled up and I actually oh, got Oh, they let you the out car. today? Come here. Here's a cart. I actually got out of my car and then I saw the sign that says pull up and then call. And I called and, you know, she goes, okay, we'll bring them out to you. So they wheel them out, and I get out, and I'm like starting to reach in, and she goes, "No, no, we load them up in your car for you." And I'm like, "Really? Oh, okay." So I get back in my car, and Do then, I got to you know, tip you. <laughs> run my card, and I asked her, "I said, can I tip you?" And she goes, "No, it's it's against regulations. If we accept a tip, we'll get fired." Right. I'm like, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Then Rich was I love like, "Hearing that? Can I see your boobs? <laughs> <laughs> Would you like to see my dick?" <laughs> That's a tip. <laughs> <laughs> not much of one but here it is <laughs> but yeah it was yeah, it was so surreal i was like i <laughs> what'd you what'd you say Aaron? he said tip you, you give her the whole thing <laughs> but yeah it was so surreal and i'm like oh okay cool uh and now I feel like a bigger, lazier piece of shit than I actually am. No, so. it is a great and wonderful world. If you are lazy and a stoner, oh, it is a great time to be alive. You, you, I'm, I'm slowly trying to phase out people when I deal with things. <laughs> I don't know if it's so much people, just variables. I'm going just, I'm You're trying to go out for variables complete, as much as possible. complete autonomy, all right? As far as when it comes, not just as far as people when it comes to purchasing anything. Well, they're just complete right. autonomy. I try to do have, everything uh, online. I have a hard enough timekeeping to my own schedule that, that uh, having Man, other people fuck it up for they me. They started delivering gas. Disastrous. That'd be the shit. Why don't you <laughs> I gotta, come to my house and fill <laughs> my tank? Plug your, oh, you plug your car question. in. Because I haven't Get heard them in a few minutes. 
Look over and see if Jay's asleep. No, he's no, standing. No, no, he's he's standing so he doesn't fall asleep. <laughs> no, it's not okay. <laughs> it's just when Jay gets this quiet, oh. I wait to hear some snoring. It is getting, <laughs> it is getting late, though. <laughs> I did deserve that. <laughs> oh, man. I got to go back and listen to that episode, actually. That has to be hilarious. It's pretty that. funny because because uh, Aaron and I are going at it hot and heavy, and all of a sudden I'm like, "Wait a minute, hold on a sec," <laughs> and we just hear, <laughs> <laughs> and it just ended the debate. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> 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 it kind of put things, do things do into perspective. <laughs> what do you do after that? <laughs> uh, oh, so. Today we're calling it a, a show. Yeah, I think so. Calling it one, two. Hey, this three. is great. We didn't talk all about Trump. Oh yeah. He who shall. There are other things going on. For now, let's wait. That cocksucker gets enough free press as it is. He had a he had a relatively quiet week compared to his first two weeks. I don't really want to talk about him. You know. Well, he's going to the Supreme Court, so that'll oh, be fun. Yeah, we can talk about great. that next week. But this is the part where I thank everybody who has listened, who has downloaded. I see the numbers. They go up every month. It's not hyperbole. Every month is better than the last. So thank you to everybody. Uh, you can go to ChristopherMedia.net, and you just uh, find... Uh, you can click on Unregimented. Uh, find the shows that way, or you know, uh, we're right there on the home page. Uh, you can check out Unregimented, Weedsman, yeah, Beer Nuts, and you just click. There's a share button, and it brings up all your social networks: your Facebooks, your Twitters, your Google Pluses, your Pinterests, all that fun shit. Easy way to share it that way uh, on social media on Twitter at Unregimented Pod. Uh, unre- Search for us on iTunes. Did you say that? Yeah. Where they can rate us. Rate us is a button that or says you, please review. Or, or whatever uh, you just click it. podcast app you're using, actually. You can, you can rate us in some fashion or share it. Yeah. That's the best way to help us out. Spread the word. Yeah. I mean, we say iTunes just because right now it's the it's the billboard. It's the Nielsen's or what have you of podcasts. But yeah, we're, wherever. Wherever you listen to your podcast, just give us five stars. Tell them you like it. Leave a comment. All that stuff, because word of mouth, always the best and worst advertising. And it's it's funny, I've been getting uh, people hitting us up on Facebook lately. Hey, just found the show, I love it. Mm-hmm. Fucking A. Thank you. I'm surprised people don't challenge us more, you know? I'm open to that. We say a lot of crazy shit sometimes. The only thing we've gotten challenged on was like a, a Rock and Roll Hall of Fame <laughs> thing. <laughs> I, I don't say challenge me on facts, that's not fair. <laughs> like, thing if you disagree with my opinion, us, like so I think we've really want to hear from you. Called on the carpet on, like so, no Black Sabbath has been in since 2006, man. Like, oh, all right, okay. Never mind, like we're not exactly like, uh, but thanks to everybody who's listened. Uh, so uh, thank you again for the ninth time because I'm high and running. I should say, and we'll just see you next week. <laughs> yeah, we'll be it. All right, later, guys.
If you enjoy this show and want more people to know about it, head on over to iTunes, leave a comment, and rate it five stars. Make sure you like and share us on Facebook, and don't forget to follow us on Twitter. Just search for Christopher Media. Thank you in advance for supporting Christopher Media by clicking on the PayPal button and by clicking through to all the sponsors who support ChristopherMedia.net. Most importantly, we would like to take the time to extend an extra special thanks to you. Christopher Media could not exist without your support. Thank you for visiting ChristopherMedia.net, and thank you for listening. Christopher Media. Let's make some noise. Thank you for visiting ChristopherMedia.net.